0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Wrestling is Trash podcast, where we talk professional wrestling, quite possibly the past, present, and the future. I'm already messing this up. It's your boy, Nick And I'm uh, slowly taking over, I'd like to say, uh, my Marine Corps dad, my uh, black dad's podcast, Mr. B-Rob. No time <laughs> trying to mature things. Uh, uh, joining me black today. Dad. Yeah, my black dad joining me today, you know, infamously is Mr. B Rob. And we got the mayor, Dan Dankins from the Start Five Podcast. We got my Rhode Island brother, DJ Mr. Bird from the Codex Prime And we Hello. got my boy, Louis Schmurter, from the Everything's Ooh.
1: Podcast. Ooh. Damn, that was smooth. Now, that, Nick, was that
0: was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty
2: good. I like that. Now, too. Nick, yeah. you ran you ran through that like, like last night's Fatal Five Way. Here's the thing. This is about to be yours, (laughs) sir. Make your own intro, unless you can patent what Coach Coach B Rob gave you. Make this, make it your own. Eventually, don't worry about getting it right or wrong right now. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about getting it right or wrong, man.
0: Hey, I I just I just got to be quick because I know Jesus is watching. (laughs) Hey yo, (laughs) (laughs) acknowledge. acknowledge the vid <laughs> yeah vid. hey i added tom brady to the collection the room's moving on up but uh yeah no thank you guys for joining me 2021 even though we're in 2022 we had a couple of delays with this you know uh crazy year for wrestling mm-hmm. crazy year. from the good thing of getting fan back fans back to surprises in different companies returns debuts surprise motherfucker. You know, Yep. Some great matches, some awful matches, mm-hmm. some great, I guess, outside work, some bad outside work. You know, we got a little bit of everything. So I just want to go. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll go last. But whoever wants to take it first, just hit it and try to say uh, what what you thought your year of wrestling was like. We're gonna get into different categories and stuff. But whatever you felt was pretty good today for the year.
3: I mean, I wouldn't mind jumping first because honestly, I'm unprepared as fuck for this podcast. Yeah. Hey, nothing nothing to like I, I know dan is always off the cuff i know you guys you see, are I, off the cuff and you know that i wanted to actually go and get like my because you know everybody's doing top like the top 10 greatest matches of, bro there's no way anybody unless you are going B rob has watched every single wrestling match this year there's no way so i wanted to do like a favorite matches um Word. Because overall, I think wrestling had a really great year. Um, Yes. Even though WWE, the product, you know, we tend to talk shit about it a lot. Well, I mean, we like in our group chat and, you know, our allies here. Some of us like it. Some of us don't. I want to love WWE. But the thing is with me is I like wrestling. Like I like the act of the I like the performance and the act of the wrestling and the booking and the storytelling. So. When I'm seeing the same every week, oh, okay, all right, cool. Hurt Business versus um, Humberto Carrillo and then this guy. Again, they, they wrestled last week and the week before and then the week before that. But, oh, I mean, okay, okay they're going to wrestle again. Like, you get it, – it, it becomes stagnant. So, even though with that, notwithstanding, WWE did some great things this year. They brought back Becky. You had Big E. You had Kofi. You know, they did do good this year. And then on the ABW side, they had a – I think they had a great year. Um, as far as kind of building themselves up and stacking their roster. Now, there are some things that they are very weak on also. I really find their women's division, even though they do put on some good matches, I find it a little lacking. Um, they seem to have an issue with diversity. <laughs> um, but, you know, overall, as far as total wrestling goes, I, I had an enjoyable year. I'm really an ROH guy, so I was really saddened by what's going on with them. I'm hoping they come back, but you know, we we don't really know what's going on with that, but I mean just overall in general, I had a pretty good I had a pretty good and enjoyable year watching wrestling, man. I really did. There was a lot of great matches this year that I saw.
4: Yeah. What what you got there, Mr. Bird? Uh, as I'm watching, you know, the Cowboys game at the same time because you know how about Ooh. Them boys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the both hated. Um, I have to agree with Lou. This was a very we- this was a very good year in wrestling. I'm putting cl- uh, across the board. I mean, uh with you know everything that's been going on with AEW, you know, I, I know everybody has been having a hard time with uh, WWE, but WWE does do a lot of good things. It's just that to me, it just seems like the end thing to do is just shit on WWE. Yeah. Because yeah. They're the, they're the they're the Mad yeah. Titan, they're the Death Star, you know, everybody wants to bring down the evil empire, but at the same time, you know, they have their fit, and, you know, they had their moments where we're just like, yo, it makes it hard to be a fan of WWE, but at the same time, they have done some great things. This was one of the most progressive years that WWE has ever had, you know, with Big E as champion, with two black women main event uh, night one of WrestleMania. You know, Bobby La- Bobby Lashley was champ this year. So, I mean, we've had, we've came so far, you know, we had such a very progressive year, especially in WWE. And then, of course, you know, everything that AEW was doing, you know, the sad news about uh, ROH and stuff, but yet there were still great matches to be, ho- be told. Um, the rise, ry- the rise of the indie scene you know where it's like we're seeing house of glory getting shows on fight tv and shout out to jabba tears you know wilkins is hosting it battle club pro janelle from hr who's uh being part owner of um our of, of um battle club pro and stuff so we're seeing a huge like a huge um come up of, of black wrestlers and this mm-hmm. and I think it was overall a positive year in wrestling.
1: Yeah. Mr.
0: B Rob. Ugh. There it is.
1: <laughs> 2021. <it's just>, <laughs> yo. So it's been a lot different for me this year. Hey, man. I love that hat. It's very, very stylish. Very nice. It is very nice. Um, I just ordered a flatliner hat, by the way. <laughs> Oh, I got to get one of those. So so this is what I did. Cuz to get on the sidetrack whatever. It's a black hat, green letters, red fist.
0: Nice.
1: Boom. But um yeah, uh this year's been crazy for me because I mean, as y'all know whatever, I've been working like very 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 much. You know, going overnight back to days, back to overnight, back to days, working 7 days and a half straight then off for a couple days and right back at the work. So my viewing of professional wrestling has been uh, strained. But, yeah, man, it's, what I've got to enjoy is uh, the titty meat, for one.
5: You always gotta enjoy
1: that. Always. <laughs> um just being able to participate. Because <clears throat> uh, all y'all know that I've been going to all the local shows here that New Texas Pro produced. And just to be involved with the product, you know, whether I'm holding the camera or this last show doing a freaking commentary and putting a cage together, uh, hopefully not snagging my shirt and pulling my gun out of my waistband and uh, Mm -hmm. all kinds of uh, shenanigans that I would pursue. But just being hands on with professional wrestling has been my year of 2021 and um, getting to see the the bounty hunter Brian Keith become new Texas pro heavyweight champion and to finally break out of Texas and start going to Chicago and California and a lot of these East coast places. That's just been the icing on the cake for me because he's the next big thing in my eyes and I'm excited to see where he goes. And um, what else? Summer slam. The only good thing about that was me and Nick going to the water park (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, seeing being in the atmosphere, they they did have a good job with that house DJ. That was fucking phenomenal. I liked that mm-hmm. shit.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, me actually coming out of my pocket paying for a pay per view, which I haven't done anything like that in well over a decade or even more, or whatever, because I was so immersed in what was the stories that was being told and the product that was crafted by AEW? so Mm -hmm. wrestling this year was great especially the behind the scenes stuff and the things that are coming up with new japan which i am severely lacking on i'm looking forward to with next with this next wrestle kingdom coming up here to kind of restart my viewing with a new japan and then now that i do Another wrestling podcast besides this one, or whatever. I'm not saying that I'm going to be completely gone from wrestling this trash, but I, I I'll try to be here as much as I can. But it's just, whew, so much shit going on, man. <laughs> I yeah. gotta watch more. I gotta watch more. It's it's yeah. uh, shenanigans, is what it is.
5: Yeah.
1: Not to so jump in, not the, to the, jump the, the, in, the, the, but yeah. Yeah. I you I uh, just just so um, y'all
3: can remind me later. Um, Rob just said backstage stuff. I just want to make a mental note of that because I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Word.
2: Well, ask, ask now because I can no, wait. No, no, get your shit off. And then I can wait. We get, get your shit <laughs> yeah, off. And then we get, um, I'm not trying my, to talk nobody. I'm not going to be as long-winded this time. You know what I'm saying? I think, personally, this has been... 2021 has been the best year for professional wrestling yeah. since, like, 96, 97. And, and not on the... The aspect of there was that faction that turned everything around, i.e., a, you know, i.e., the,
4: the NWO.
1: I'm talking about. Do a backflip because I because I tell you to do a backflip. Shit, <laughs> man! Five backflips.
4: I'm, I'm under. I'm on the couch in the blanket. Your, wait, 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 blanket right wait, right wait, wait, wait!
5: There's
1: your, I should just take my camera and twist that bitch.
4: Yeah. There you go, <laughs> for real.
2: That's as flippy as I'm getting, but. The, the the abundance of, of wrestling that that has been put out there in twenty twenty one and being highlighted mm-hmm. has been incredible from everybody finally like everybody who's not like deep deep invested learning about gcw by way of the um by way oh, of the yeah. dark sided ring to then nick gage coming on to AEW. then i as i was telling because we we're trying to build a tournament for one of my nerd groups. And I threw in wrestlers of twenty twenty-one. And I was like, we gotta do a tournament of sixteen. I had to throw Matt Cardona's name in there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Because
2: oh yeah, regardless, hate him or hate him or love him or not, that dude helped put GCW with Nick Gage on the map. Plus, taught independent wrestlers about plus taught independent wrestlers about how to get your hustle up and keep your name relevant and known out there you know what i'm saying that's that's one of them things but then we got you b rob as we mentioned with helping out with the new texas pro and things like that it um you know th- there's been a resurgence of people wanting to dig further for more independent wrestling um a- I, unlike lou saying and aew's women's division was lacking i think the turning point that improved them was the Thunder Rosa Brit Baker match oh, that yeah. elevated their their women's division?
1: Ooh, and today, I mean not today, uh yesterday with freaking rampage, that street Joe. fight. Yeah. My God.
2: Yes, but they so their their women's division, they listened to the fans in 2020 saying the women's division sucked and improved it light years, and just the whole thing of making the product better across the board with the exception of and I'm not hating on WWE but we have to say rest in peace to all of the 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 their casualties of war or casualties of hoarding that got fired during the year but the people who do get the chance to perform still show what master professional well sports entertainment should look like to a point you know what I'm saying like match wise it's still clean you know what I'm saying we, we all hit it the call hit it I missed that
5: yeah I you know did. yeah but I did
2: all in all all in all I just think you know there's much that we could tear down about each and every other thing still to me the greatest one of the greatest wrestling years in life and like b-rob said I even sprung, I even sprung for a pay-per-view this year also and got fucking I paid for fireworks and and I didn't <laughs> play for fireworks i i i paid for sparklers i I could have done this uh it ain't even light there we go now it lit that's how fucked up that was that's how, that's a, how, that's how intense <laughs> that's how intense that something that I was waiting forever for to really come to america
3: yeah
5: was
2: and
3: somebody I, said I, they, I somebody gotta, said they I, wanted a backflip I got you here you go
5: Ah. Game over. <laughs> Game
1: over. Oh shit! Game, Game over. Perfect. Game Perfect.
5: Over.
2: Yeah, no. i like to... so, so that was I, wrestling. Too. That was wrestling. This trash for the
0: night, y'all.
1: Yeah, yeah you, you can end the show here.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't even need to say anything. Rob. No, I'd like to think it was a really, really good year. To be honest, like kind of like everyone else said, there was a lot of a uh, lot of cool shit. You know, the highlight for me was being able to reconnect with Rob you know, SummerSlam and all that, me, him, my girl. I had a good time, you know, little little flops and time in, in that pay-per-view for sure, but it was, like I said, cool, seeing Brock, all that come back. But, oh, I was jealous. Yeah.
4: I was jealous y'all went to that, man. Yeah,
0: it was, uh, it was cool, though, like, you know, like, wrestling. I was drunk.
5: Very- <laughs> <You were. laughs> oh, I would have been drunk
4: with y'all, <laughs> yeah. man.
0: Yeah, it had me it had me invested. Like, I, I remember we were all talking, but obviously all out, you know, I'm Mute, muted, all out of- muted group chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's an uh, all out cup pay per view of the year, at least in my eyes. But man, I'm out. One of my homeboys came to visit me from back home. We're out at a bar, and obviously, there was a lot of speculation between Brian and Punk. But we had a bar having a drink, and I'm over at like a club not even a bar, a club. Like, motherfuckers dancing. You see me like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, invested because you don't want to miss shit like that. You know what I mean? And then obviously, Punk, one of my all time favorites, coming back. You know, that was cool. But yeah, just was... the new, I kind of just like seeing. The new talent in a way, and by new talent, I really don't mean NXT 2.0. Besides my Italian brother Tony D'Angelo, you know, I'll always have much love for him, but yeah, but besides that, you know, just seeing a bunch of cool. Shit. You know, I was happy to see like Lashley win the title. Obviously, all these people showing up in AEW and the phenomenal matches they put on, you know, that was sick. You know what I mean? You got to love all that. Um, overall, yeah, I thought it was definitely one of my favorite ones. While got to meet some you know, new people. In the in the year of wrestling, because of that, which you know, wrestling's its own little mafia. No matter what anyone ever tells oh, you, oh boy.
5: Right, I, boy, I think Tell me about I, it. I'd like
0: to I'd like to think in a way, Rob and I are kind of proof. Because no matter where the military's put me, I always find someone I'm really cool with, and the one, literally, maybe one only common thing is that you know. Mm-hmm. But you just find people all over the world who are invested. Went to my first show alone this year, which to me, I will mean, I'm not one of them who likes to do things alone. Anxiety, all that bullshit. But went to my own show this year. Like, yeah, had a blast. Trying to get involved more. So, just like everyone else, I thought it was definitely a uh, great year for sure.
2: Can we hang on that one point that you just made for a brief, brief minute to just get the negative out of the way on how trash the internet wrestling community has been this year? Oh boy. Oh god, boy. Can we just get that? Get get, let's get let's get the shit bag out of the way, and then we get to the good stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just. It's, it's one of them things, man, because, you know, I know for the most part on Twitter, I'd like to think who seemed like the most active on it. Probably me and Lou. I know Rob's on it, but Rob's only really looking at you know, it's Tuesday. I'll just leave it at Tuesday. But uh, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I know me and Lou see a lot of the BS and I laugh at a lot of it. It's just crazy <laughs> how, like, these dudes and chicks are just so invested in, like, shitting on one company or the other or this guy or this girl and it's like, yeah, low-key, sometimes it takes, like, the fun out of it. You know, like like I said, we have our own little thing going in the group chat, but that's, like, a bunch of men just kind of talking and, you know, voicing yeah. our opinion. But we ain't, like, I'm not going to die on a mountain if someone doesn't agree with my opinion like these dudes and chicks do on the internet. And it's like, boy, you don't get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> exactly. And we – and us, too. Let's keep full transparency. Us, too, in the group chat, it's the pro-AW side versus pro-WWE pro side. This uh, this side versus pro AEW side, but we still could give love to both sides. You know, yeah. I WWF was what made me get into <clears throat> professional wrestling as a whole. But then, call you know the world of TikTok, which is just as bad, oh boy. if not worse, than most places when it comes to wrestling takes. There's guys who come on there just to shit on any little thing AEW does, and there's some of them same people call that. Will blindly blind loyalty, no matter what WWE may do wrong, it still was the greatest shit ever.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, uh before we get too friend, far along he
4: says the loyalist puppets. <laughs> yeah.
1: Before we get too far along or whatever, I got a request from uh Tony S. Sickle uh to ask Carl about his uh Sickle. short-lived uh professional wrestling career. <laughs>
4: oh my short lived. Oh, man. But do I know Tony S?
1: <laughs> I mean, do you? I mean, he DM'd me specifically to ask about you. <laughs> okay.
4: All right. Well, Tony S. Okay. I think I made Tony Schiavone, that. duh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You know what? I think I know who. Referee Tony S. Correct. That, okay. Oh, my God. Tony, that's what I do. I did have a short-lived professional wrestling career. Uh training with at Slam Tech and uh wrestling for EPW, uh Eastern Pro Wrestling, under the tutelage of uh former ROH uh training performer uh Brutal Bob Evans. So um Ooh, wow. I did train along with uh Mike Bennett as well. And um I have a practice match win off of Mike Bennett. Now that he's famous, I'm taking that to the grave with me.
5: <laughs>
4: but um, yeah, and my man, Tony, yo, big shout out to my man Tony. We used to go to the towns, the, all the towns that we would do, and we would always play ca- Count the Black People. Oh, Jesus. Oh, One yeah. of
2: my
1: favorite games. You speak it <laughs> in my heart. Keep going. Hey, Keep me, going. Me, Tell me more. Me, me too, man. Because damn. Um, I don't think we've we, we we watched Especially movies. like in the. Yeah, when we watch Winland movies with area, the kid or whatever, we especially, would... Uh,
4: especially um, where, you know, um, and where we, you know, the venues that we had, I don't think we ever made it past five. I can
0: vouch. <laughs> I'm white. We no had to was. include ourselves <laughs> in some vouch. of those <laughs> times.
4: So. And it was a game that only me and Tony played, because we literally, me and Tony were the only black folks <laughs> at EP. Well, out of the five,
1: <laughs> you were two of those five. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jesus. At some, a couple of times, yes.
3: That's so wild to me because when I was in high school, yo,
4: when I was in high school, that's when
3: like NWO and WC when that shit was popping off, like motherfuckers was in the hallway doing this bullshit, and I would spot right. people like, "Oh shit, you watch wrestling?" So I, and and it was bro. Obviously, I was in the Bronx, so there wasn't really a lot of white people in my high school, so it was all us Latinos and and blacks and. Bro, we were all watching that shit. We all talked about it, but it was almost like, almost like a secret like society, because you wouldn't Ooh, talk I about it in public. That. You talk about it like in your little huddle group and shit.
2: But let me answer that for you, because you when you said niggas was doing, we was doing this, but we had a name for our crew. It was NWO, and we called ourselves niggas without. Because we were niggas, because we was niggas without cars, niggas without girlfriends, niggas without money. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a little background on, you know, my people from school. But to what Carl specifically talking about is the indie scene. A lot of us were more of the mainstream mindset. What's on there wasn't seeking out, wasn't seeking out, yo, where can I just see a random show? Because nah, people wanted to go see. Who was the hottest shit, but didn't really love and invest themselves into that independent side where people are on their grind trying to get to there and yeah more white folks knew about those shows when then we could talk about the deeper conversation of disparity between income and yada 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 having the money to be able to
1: go to these things access
2: rabbit mm, hole stuff.
1: right yeah because, damn, yeah. shit, I didn't start really getting into independent stuff or going to independent shows till about around the time that I met Nick in Missouri. Because, you know, I started working with a promotion there, much like I, I do with New Texas Pro here. And it, shit, I would go to the extent of what, you know, getting students on the weekend to be a working yeah. party, to put the ring together and shit. <laughs> and they take them to well a show. Oh, I paid my dues for <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bye. But, so. We'll, uh, oh,
1: my dad. No, you good? What you no, no, you
0: good. Oh. So we're going to jump into the categories because I know we're going to go on tangents.
4: So I did easy. real quick forget to oh, mention, and how can I forget to mention this, uh, me hosting the uh, AEW panel at Rhode Island Comic Con. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah,
0: I know. You're pretty True. much dating Ruby
4: Soho. Yeah, that was... <laughs> hey,
0: that, that, was
4: that experience was something that I... If it'll never happen again, I'm glad I'm the only. I'm glad that I was able to uh, get it. You know, I know there's been some controversy with that. We'll save that for another conversation. But like, I just like yo. That was probably one of the most nerve-wracking experiences I ever had. But yet, like yeah. once I got up, once I got up there, Ruby, Adam, and Britt, they actually made it comfortable for me. And yeah, I was glad that it was over. I still didn't want it to end. Cause I was having too much fun with just them three alone. And you know, I got to call, like Adam Cole introduced me by his real name. And I'm like, yo, well, I don't even know what to call you anymore or <laughs> stuff. But they yeah, were so dude. cool. Like the whole experience was just like incredible. So so he, yeah, walked, up, so he walked up to you.
1: So he walked up to you and he was like, hi, my name is budge.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's not it,
2: but he said, Hey, you he called, he said, hey Chugs, how you doing? <laughs>
5: yeah. His name's He was like, hey, Is how's it? it
4: going? Austin. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to call you anymore and He's like Austin back. here, Adam out there, and then it was cool. And I got to do Adam Cole's entrance
0: with him. That, nice. was cool. oh, that, that takes Book. 2021 and 2022. Carl, nice I will tell,
2: Carl, I will tell you though, one, you're right. It does feel like it doesn't go it it, it doesn't feel like it's long enough. Lou and B Rob were both a part of one year and in the next year of large panel discussions that we had. Lou, remember we did it on the big ass stage in the house of blues.
3: I'll never forget that.
2: That shit is fun. But it's easy, Carl. Once it once you get to talk in a conversation, I get it. The first one, nerve-wracking, but it always gets easier. So let's hope you get some more under your belt eventually. Let's hope for the best for you, man. Yeah. And any any pregame coaching you need when it comes to that, hit me up.
1: Yeah, because Dan, Dan will bring you the white girl to calm you there down. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. But I mean, yeah. but B-Robin but B B Robin Luke can speak to how easy and comfortable I made it when it comes to a, a big, mm-hmm. large discussion uh, of those sites. And we're not famous people, but I just had all my podcasting friends – at the time friends i'll keep it at that but (laughs) it's it it call it's fun and i hope you get more that's uh, i i hope you get more
5: yeah and it comes naturally i think to
2: us because like you you speak on the mic all the time so
3: yeah i mean dan i mean dan made it super easy for me all i do was they put a mic in my hand i started talking and my it was it was funny to me i always remember this i was standing up there with all these freaking people all these podcasters and like he the mic finally came to me and i'm like all right this is what you're gonna say this is what you're gonna say and i stood up and i started talking and my fucking music started playing in the background from the dj he started playing like my intro music and i had to stop for a second i was like oh shit like you hey this is fucking dope like you got my music playing in the background and shit all right and then it, it, that like little that little touch like eased me up so much that i just started like babbling it was I, it was I, I actually I had so much up. easier
2: that was that was one But yeah good, bro you like,
3: just you're already doing talking on the mic all,
2: all it is is just
3: once you start it's that's it once you start you know getting the words out I think it's easy yeah
1: and then it's oh, just like my my whole thing was like uh giving people I guess instruction in my answers and whatnot because I had the topic come up about uh sponsorship and stuff and people would be like all right so you gotta fill you gotta do this thing here then you gotta have like a you know." A media packet and all this stuff and you got to do this or whatever and then they get to me i was like i just asked and they was like okay I was, <laughs> you know I was, I said, oh, you that's know what, my method right, of approach yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what i think it is too when you're like passionate and you just know your shit too in general you know what i mean when you're talking because like 100%. rob can vouch rob can vouch like when we were teaching brand new people yeah. together some some dudes get up there and freeze where luckily I'd like, I'd like to think, and I've been told like to me, that's just natural. I can just say I
5: never freeze.
0: Yeah. We, we, we giving Carl all this praise
2: and he bounced on us? He yeah. just like, yeah, I <laughs> talk too much. Hey, the,
0: hey, the Cowboys must lost. But uh, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, I right. hope we'll, we'll, we'll make this right, right, we'll hey, the transition God. point now. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: Hold on. I, I know we, you already said we segue and we did it right off the gate, giving us props. But Dominique, please, you haven't been on with us in like a year or so. Hit B Rob up. Come on, Dominique. You haven't I'm been on, on with married. us in a minute.
1: Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. <laughs> right.
0: Okay. I'm back. Show. Staying home from school, sick. But uh, so I'm going to list the topics <laughs> we're going to talk about quick. And then from there, we'll go into them. So. I know no, don't one, list them okay. all
2: go hit them hit them one by one don't yeah. don't list so, them all let's get it into it
0: all right so we're gonna start with male superstar of the year so i'll start and then we'll just go around <laughs> so i had one and then i kind of had to make it a tie in the end so i'll speak on it in a second i guess on mm-hmm. both but so my overall who i first thought was roman and i'm like i said i'll admit this bias i me. but man i don't know I was always that dude who was a fan of that dude since day one, no pun intended. And uh, he was just, he just had a great year. No one can deny it. He was great on the mic. They let him do his thing. He transitioned to what I think is now some of the best NT's music out there currently. You know, one of them. Not D, but one of them. You know, just had some bang of the matches. We all know we can go when he can do it. It just, I felt he was on that chain for so long. He was a bang. But then in the end, I had to throw Brian Danielson in there, too, between not just for his matches, but that dude main event in WrestleMania when he wasn't supposed to. It was obviously clearly supposed to be Edge and Roman. But they're like, yo, this dude's such a big star that we need him. So where are we going to insert him? Boom, we'll put him in the main event. Does this thing there, has a great goodbye match with Roman on SmackDown, then shows up, probably one of the best debuts, you know what I mean? Because no one thought it was happening. Oh, Adam Cole showed up. Then, boom, this dude comes out of nowhere. Has these bangers with Hank Man, has the banger with friggin', uh Kenny. Then these random, you know, young dudes on AEWs, letting them get their shit in on Rampage. So, I guess maybe if I had out to break it down. I, yeah, I, I if, was going to say, he kicked, kicked Eddie's yeah, teeth out. Yeah, like, I guess if I had to break it down, Entertainer, I'm probably leaning more towards Roman, you know. But did Brian did some entertainment shit. But wrestling-wise, I, I got to go Brian. He just had a great year. Maybe this is my lack of not knowing elsewhere, but I thought Brian had a fucking phenomenal year.
2: Yeah, yeah. And see, Nick,
0: I I, I,
2: I don't mind going – if I, y'all don't mind, I'm going to go second on this one because you, you came out and said Superstar of the Year. You didn't uh. say Wrestler of the Year. And y'all know <laughs> in the chat how I feel about that. So if it's Superstar of the Year – it's no doubt Roman Reigns. That dude carried the WWE through the entire pandemic. The That's entire why he walked
1: pandemic. so slow in his entrance, because he got all the weight on his shoulders. There you go. <laughs> but
2: wrestler of the year, I was definitely on the Danielson wave, especially after the half hour time limit draw and then the fucking hour time limit draw. But I gotta give it to Kenny the, the bell collector. I got to give it to the belt collector. Four belts, three different promotions, and held them for almost half the year. Almost half the year. It's the To me, it's Omega. And you never got the same match out of him. Every match was different. He showed that he can go with any style, especially with the bob wire exploding sparkler match. there you go (laughs) but it was to me i i i it it was long debate especially with the length of time we were supposed to did this show like a month ago and it was been a flip-flop ever since in my head and i gotta give it to to kenny four belts the belt collector
1: now let's let's also take this into perspective as well this dude has come out and meant to why he's not on tv right now as well is just. He's been wrestling hurt this and whole up. fucking time. So I'm just, you know, I'm glad that he's taking the time off to mend and heal and get a lot of things corrected and whatnot. But I am excited to see how he's going to perform when he's healthy and well when he comes Absolutely. back. Absolutely, That's did what you I'm see- looking forward to. Yeah, he did
0: definitely the- won me over in 20. 20- he, I was already a fan, but he won me over. It's like, like I said, and I always liked Kenny, but he definitely won me over this did year. Did
2: you see the video of him with this chiropractor?
0: Yeah, he, he got the yeah. same on his Bobby that Lashley. Wedge.
2: Yo, but that fucking hammer shit that was taken to his neck, like, I was, I, damn, like, I'm a big dude, but that shit might have split me up. Like, <laughs> that shit might <my laughs> have, my, my
0: head would have popped
2: the fuck off. Yeah, but,
0: but, like, a quick one minute rant about that. So, I remember seeing the shit about, remember Bobby Lashley was doing the same thing, but, like, pretty much, oh, yeah. His ass? yeah. So, I was like, what the fuck? And then, that's the same dude, though. Yeah, that's like the same guy, I guess, or whatever. And he does like world strongest man. I guess he's a famous chiropractor, but I'm like, I think Miro, yeah. too. I see yeah, he, yeah. he did a bunch of body lifters. Whatever yeah, he did uh, he did, uh, uh, he did, he did Jade Nate Carhill. Well. yeah, yeah. Yep, he did Jade as well. So, he so got to that dude. But yeah, sorry, I said that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that dude might be the most over guy in the industry. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: Carl, who you got?
2: What you got?
3: <sighs>
0: well, wait, B-Rob, I put up you up some co-signing me that,
4: Y'all put up some really good, interesting points with, you know, with the likes of Omega, Reigns, and uh, Danielson. I got to say, uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole still kept that yeah. same energy. He still, um, geez, we still got that same, you know, those same big matches that we were able to get. I mean, he still hasn't gotten quite there yet in AEW but yet his debut um made like a huge splash um yeah yeah i got to go with um yeah i got to go with Adam Cole now i'm calling bias. that's bias, but i love it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and, uh, that's my friend but
1: you know, <laughs> and just in time that's my dog
2: dog hi
1: miss
6: just, hey, just hey, in time guys. to give
1: her uh, thoughts and Ms. opinions Dominique. who is your professional wrestler of the year,
6: twenty twenty one. Oh shit! Damn.
1: I mean, is it just jump in? Yeah. Boom! Go on hey, the
6: Warlow. spot. <laughs> <Warback>. <laughs> boom! Well, twenty twenty two is a year of Warlow. I've already said that my man is breaking free. He is not mm-hmm. in the cave, okay? <laughs> like some people tell me, like keep, keep Warlow out the cave so he can come and wrestle with it. There's a reason why he's been in the cage because one, we tired of dealing with MJF and his bullshit, but I would say wrestler of the year. I ain't gonna lie, D, you know Brian, he kind of he came in and wrecked some shit. I'm liking the heel turn of it. Babyface, we ain't sick of that shit. Heel Brian, I I, I dig that. Like the whole attitude change. She came in like, oh yeah, I'm back and all that shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wow, this guy. Yeah. I, I dug all, that all the way.
1: And all he said was to, you know, complete his heel turn and it was brought up on um, another show. It was Wrestlemania. And everybody was yeah. like, Ooh, Yeah, get man. the fuck out of here. That's <laughs> who, who you got, Rob? You didn't say,
0: or, or were you
1: uh, going now, down with Brian? So, my wrestler of the year is uh, on my shirt right here. It is the bounty hunter, Brian Keith. And the reason that an uh, independent wrestler is my wrestler of the year is because Bias. I believe that he is the next big thing. And the more that I talk about him, the more people we will know about us.
0: We already got one of those. What? The next best big thing. We already got one of those.
1: No. The bounty hunter, Brian Keith. <laughs> the only professional wrestler that is sponsored by Swisher House, you know? So, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> now, I, I, quick, I, I, quick, I want quick this question. dude to be out there
1: in the world. Quick question whatnot.
2: Is that him, Mr. HPC2 Sweet?
1: Or is that somebody else? Oh, no, that's somebody else. That's a, the Hills okay. Pops and Chair Shot podcast. Okay. He's, he, probably, he hopped uh, here before. He hopped in
0: yeah, here pro- before.
1: You cool that's dude. probably Vic the villain. Yeah.
0: yeah. What you got, Lou?
3: So, of course, you know, I, I like to say I'm an ROH guy. Uh, honorable mention, Roosh. Honorable mention, Bandito. Oh, yeah, Roosh. They've had some tremendous matches this year honorable you know i don't know much about will osprey but i've seen a few of his matches this year And that dude is a bro like listen i'm not a new japan guy i don't know much about new japan and 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 those promotions and i've always heard those two names jay white will osprey i always hear those names and i never really watched them because i bro i just don't have the time to watch all this it's too much goddamn wrestling y-
1: you so not watch me. <laughs> all
3: it's too much bro so I finally got to see Will Ospreay wrestle on Warrior Championship. I think I told you guys about yeah. it that I was watching. Mm-hmm. That guy won me over. That guy is—he's fucking great. That guy, like, he lives. It's—it's it's weird because he's—he wrestles like. I hate to say this shit because you know this is the R word is you don't want to be using this shit, but this motherfucker wrestles like this shit is real. Like, like if he loses, he's gonna die. Mm-hmm. And he's he's going to be personally fucking offended and his family's going to be personally offended that he loses. And watching him do that gimmick in matches is tremendous. But he gets an honorable mention because, again, I haven't seen a lot of his mm-hmm. matches. Honestly, it's between three people and we've already said all the names. It's mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And I'm throwing Daniel Bryan in just because of the... He's squeezed in. Because he, he's, in the last two months,
1: he's had some incredible yeah. matches. All his matches have been so. Phenomenal. So, I mean, yeah. he's keeping up with the trope of, like, if you have two people that you're on the fence about, you slide Daniel Bryan in there for a triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Well,
0: no, it's funny because, not to, before you finish up, Lou, it's funny because when we, we were supposed to do this a little bit ago, and I just had Rowan. But, like, Lou just said, no, this past month, that, bo- that man went off. So it was like... Yeah, I just love,
3: honestly, I know in the chat, again, I bring the chat up. I know I tend to be the WWE complainer. That's how it comes off. I complain because I love them so much. But Roman Reigns, bro, I'm so happy for that guy. I'm so happy for that dude because he, when he first came out, you know, he had his shield thing. He got popular and people started hating him, that whole thing. But when he went and got them veneers, yo. When he went
5: into the <laughs> he came <laughs> back.
3: And he, bro, I told, I told this to a, I have another friend, a couple friends of mine that watch wrestling, and they don't really fuck with podcasts. But I told them a long time ago. I said, Yo, Roman Reigns needs to go away for a while, and he needs to come back with no shirt and a machete, and he needs to be like a savage. I told them that shit a long time ago when he came back and he destroyed the Fiend on the outside of the, the ring or whatever, when mm-hmm. he jumped over the barricade and the thunderdome dome when he came back, from that moment, he's been on fire, bro. That guy, I'm super happy for him because he finally found his his voice. Because if you look back at those old promos that he did, like the ones with Cena and whatever, he, he and the ones when... The big one for me is when he's in the ring with Samoa Joe Brock. Samoa Joe and Brock, and he's just kind of standing there like a... Yeah. Like, a little Joe dummy. He's kind of like, really? Trying to, like, be, like, super overly cool, and he just came off, like, corny. Oh, the yeah. fact well, that he f- he found that, like, inner, okay, this is my, this is who I am, this is how I got to do it. Once he found that, bro, it, everything came together at the right time. So, like, I'm super happy for that, dude. I had to give
5: it to him
0: because
3: he just, yeah, he, he, he carried that company this year, bro, there's yeah. no
0: other way to put yeah. it. Yeah, and, and to kind of add to it, it's like, <laughs> I think what it was, COVID, in a fucked up way, and obviously you know me, I'm a like, nice guy, so I'm wording this, but if it sounds like a dick, I don't mean it. COVID was low-key the best thing to happen to Roman Reigns and the fans for two reasons. One, he obviously went away for a little bit, came back, and has been killing it since. That dude's definitely comfortable in his own skin now. And when he says all that shit about how good he knows he is, and like, yo, who's this, who's that? I think he truly means that shit. I think he's feeling himself, which I, think's yeah. I think is a good thing. I think cockiness is a good thing. But obviously, we all know. Yesterday, we found out old oh boy tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Hope nothing but the best for him. But I think it sounds fucked. That's so why I say, like, I don't see it to be rude. Him getting COVID, low key, might be the best thing for the fans because I think if that didn't happen, we might not be beginning this potential finally Rock Bob match. Yeah, so Roman yeah. the MVP, even when he ain't in the match, he's the
5: mm-hmm. MVP.
2: But uh, let's also too let's also look at it too from the standpoint of. um the 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 pandemic era and the thunderdome thing like to me when when y'all said that the fans were coming back was one of the best things that happened it was a best and worst i'll explain oh, that yeah. in a second but um it it was the the best part about the thunderdome era is these guys had to sharpen and women had to sharpen their skills up like none of them to make this thing look flawless without the added crowd noise and crowd participation that hides some of their flaws. But the worst part, and, well, before I get to the worst, I wanted to give quick um, honorable mentions to just, like, Chris Bay has been killing it this year. Because you mentioned Jay White. Chris Bay has been killing it this year. And then two champions, the octopus, the man who gets to sleep with Jordan Grace... Jonathan Cresson has been killing it, and Trevor Murdoch. Say what you want to say about the yeah. dude. Somebody, somebody finally took the strap off of Nick Aldis, who had that shit for like three years.
1: But him, though,
2: I I'm, I'm not saying he's wrestler of the year.
1: I'm sloppy giving, soup sandwich, man.
2: I, I'm just sloppy giving, soup hey, sandwich. I'm man. giving props to the fat boys. That's what I'm saying. But the worst part about the fans was what we saw the other night with that disrespect to my girl Nyla Rose and
0: oh, that yeah. dumbass sign. Oh yeah, yeah, and fucking you, AEW you, fans are the worst, bro. I'm just kidding.
3: You, had, you had that. They, they mean, toxic as hell. You had that fucking goof who jumped over the railing and attacked someone. Mm, like yeah.
5: yes, this, this is going back to that. Me.
3: I heard y'all talking about the whole Twitter thing, and I kind of wanted to jump in there but we i know we did move on from that but like i know nick and i we see each other on twitter all the time and i know i engage sometimes in in a couple discussions but these people like there's some people on there yo they really think like they they i don't know bro they they really think like they're really i don't know how to explain it they like they're almost like living the gimmick themselves like on twitter and it's sad like the way the things that they tweet um Big posted, do you see what Big Swole posted this morning? No. She posted. She said. She said. You know what? In 2020, I'm just gonna air all these racists out. And somebody DM'd her, just straight up DM'd her and said, "You're a N word, like with the R at the end." And then another one, yeah. just the N word oh. with the R and the N, and just just from out of nowhere. And it's like, bro, y'all people be really comfortable on this fucking app, like behind a screen and shit that you you think you could say yeah. shit like this and not get she touched, like. Keyboard they can't live this gimmick. It's they sad,
2: bro. But hold That's on, why dude, it makes Dominique, us look like shit. Dominique wanted to say something before I had jumped in with the points I was making before.
6: Uh, shit, I ain't gonna lie, I almost forgot. But uh, <laughs> there, there are some things. I, I want to jump, address the thing about the legit beef with Seth Rollins too. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I went back and I, I read and I watched the, the videos of old guy about how all of that built up with Somebody scamming him for years, claiming to be Seth Rollins. Now, anybody in the correct mental capacity would not think that it was really Seth Rollins saying that truth, Uh, (laughs) that, you know, hey, this is really Seth Rollins talking about, hey, I can't get in touch with Becky. Like, bro, come on now. I feel honestly that it was somebody that knew how much he was a fan That scammed him. That's what I think. Because how can you... A random person just ain't going to do that. I feel like somebody who knew him personally, knew that he was a wrestling fan, knew who he loved, used him to get money out of him. Obviously, there's a check coming in from somewhere. And they took full advantage of that. So...
2: But he also believed... That he was written in the storyline from Vince McMahon. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. She said she that said too. mentally <laughs> men, she said mentally ill. That is the case. Cause my man yeah. went online and he posted a story about I did it for the bloodline. Yeah. And shout out to the Usos. I got him. I'm like, yo, this I just he I found big. him, he muted big. him, reported them, <laughs> and and blocked them and just kept him moving. Cause like, yo, this dude is not, he's and you he's, wanna know he's, what's he's, embarrassing
2: he's about that, Lou? You wanna know it's embarrassing? This was a Brooklyn kid. This was seven. <laughs> this was seven one eight. <laughs> New York, we had to take an L on that one. We took this a big L on that. I in Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, hey, that was like as that. bad as the Jets today. Oh my goodness. Hey.
0: hey, yeah, my Patriots. We ain't gonna talk about bad
6: today, <clears throat> Tony O'Brien. Hey. All right. Hey. Oh yeah. Oh hey, I can
0: go on a rampage about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, freaking uh, no. But then, so the next one we got. Obviously, we just talked about the mail. So now we're going to bring in the female, you know, star of the oh, year. Oh, man, that's hard. Um, yeah, mine, I, I guess I'll start mentioning honorable mentions. You know, Thunder Rosa had a great year. Britt Baker, I thought, had a great year. But, you know, I'm going trickly off accolades and just moments. I'm going Beyonce in LA. I feel it's kind of hard not to. You know, obviously, everyone has going to have their own opinion. But between winning the Rumble and then that great moment at WrestleMania, she did pretty much everything amazing this year besides like And obviously, she had no control over that you know what i mean uh i just think from even picking up old dewdrop and giving her the kod and like you know she just kind of another one i think is kind of low-key feeling herself in a good way you know just get getting it all you know she slowed down for a little bit overall overall i think the women had a great year but i, I go Bianca.
2: that's my pick right there for women yeah. wrest- Well, my bad wrestler of the year to me i i wanted to go bianca because like we said, yo, she won an SP out of that. Quite mm-hmm. possibly had one of the greatest main, main events of a WrestleMania ever, no matter what gender, ever. But Thunder Rosa, to me, had one of the illest years ever. On top of, to me, turning around the AEW division and getting signed by them officially, what she did while she was in the NWA, what she's doing with her own promotion, Mission Pro, and getting that word out there, helping a lot of other women really get on when it comes to the sport of professional wrestling with with that. Um, Her feud with Dave LaGreca,
4: was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like yo, yeah, best best viewed in wrestling <laughs> all year.
0: Yeah, yeah, my man, my man went through a whole bottle of water or some shit. <laughs> yo,
2: like oh. I, I, I think to me, I, I think to me, Thunder Rosa, even without a championship, has really, really, really put on the best this year. But I, to say I, that you,
0: though, right? To agree with you, sometimes you show how good you are when you don't have a belt.
2: Absolutely, right. Absolutely.
0: That's why, like, the chase
5: is
0: always good, but what
1: are you going to do once you get it? Mm-hmm. What you got, Rob? Um, also, my pick of uh, Female Wrestler of the Year was an independent pick. I chose the uh, current and reigning ROH Women's Champion, Roxy. Roxy. She oh, okay. is only uh, 20 years old, and uh, she's been <sighs> wrestling for well over five years, to say. And she just turned people. 20, right? You just turned she 20. Just turned 20, bro. Where'd she sign um, to? ROH. She was with ROH, but we know yeah. the state of that company right now. They're on hiatus, so we don't know uh whenever they come back in April, supposedly, if uh she'll still be a part of that. But she Wait, didn't was,
3: she? I do not mean huh? interrupt. Mean, didn't she end up in the NXT training thing?
1: Wasn't she well, there? That's another thing as well. Um she went to the tryout and supposedly word on the street is that she is signed to NXT. Supposedly, you know, um, so, and once again, as supposedly I when the last show that I did the commentary for was presumably her last independent match or at least mm. her last match with New Texas Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. It's yet yeah. to remain to be seen, but. Roxy is another one that's on the rise, and that's going to be another one that I give the pick to.
0: Dominique, who
6: you got? I would go with, honestly, it's been a hard one for me because I've been over here thinking the whole time. I'm going to say MVP literally most – I ain't going to say most. Well, I'll say this. Most improved has been Britt Baker. She has came a very long way from how she started off. And you can tell every she came long that way, way because the clothing changes as she <laughs> got better. And I Absolutely. noticed that the better you get, the better your clothes change and all of that. I'm like, okay, I'll give her some credit, but I'm always miss thick thighs, safe lives. Come on now.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that's
6: but got, that's my girl right there. And she, she has improved herself. I've been watching her workouts and toning up and trying to get herself better. Especially since that match which she had team with um uh shit, I can't even remember names right now. But yeah, I've seen I I try to catch everything as I can because I work for the the place where y'all like to order everything from. So my time is <laughs> be off. So <laughs> I try to catch when I can, but I'm right now I'm gonna kind of roll with Jordan Grace, but runner up, Britt Baker.
2: Britt Baker.
6: Dick do save
0: lives. Thanks. Burn? Hey, no Mr. burn Mr. Birdman. we already know yours.
4: We can skip you.
1: What happened to that boy? Uh,
4: this is this is another hard one. Um <laughs> Women's Wrestling has definitely, you know, made a huge uh, improvement. I mean, and everybody made cases for everybody between uh Bianca, Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Jordan Grace, how? But uh, once again, y'all probably may say I'm biased with it, but yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rock with uh, Doctor Britt. Mm-hmm. That's a
0: fair one. She had um, a great year.
4: Yeah, she definitely had a great year from when she had that, you know, her that match with um, Thunder Rosa, you know, earlier this year, which people tend to forget that she lost. Yep. I didn't forget she lost that match, Mm -hmm. but she still got over and still maintained, excuse me, Rona, but um, she still uh, maintained to not only get over, but stay over to the point where we as fans wanted that. Wanted her to get the champ. Where we need the championship, we needed her to get the championship, and it was a meaningful moment when she finally got it. So yeah, I'm a roll. I'm a roll with. Um, I'm a roll with Brick Britt on that one. So, that name, that name that was just shown. No.
3: Yeah. That's what I was about to
2: talk about.
3: Message. Go right ahead, Lou. My bad. Yeah. So I, I just th- Thunder Rosa. Uh, for me, it's Thunder Rosa. I, I I love this woman. She's the she's the best. She's the greatest. She's awesome. Her gimmick rules. Her matches rules. She's always doing something cool. But this year overall, yo, I, I I'm only putting Thunder Rosa number one because I'm a mark.
5: <laughs> but this year like in that.
3: wrestling for women has been outstanding, bro. Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. We forgot about Bailey. Bailey's been out for a while, but yo, she was running SmackDown. Yes for the whole year, and she ended up getting hurt. Deanna Perazzo Virtuosa, Roxy, freaking Holiday and in the Independents. You can keep naming names. Last night, that match last night, I wasn't expecting that, bro. I wasn't no. expecting, I was going to be like, alright, these girls are going to go out there and do some goofy shit. You know, It's just, it's just whatever. And I'm watching this match because I didn't watch the spoiler, so I had no clue what was happening. That was phenomenal. I mean, that was one of the better matches I've seen this year. It was crazy. And much respect to them, because when I saw the card, I was like, bro, Penelope Ford and the Bunny again? Like, do they always (laughs) wrestle on Rampage? Like, is it always just them? And then the match came on and they won me over. Like, they won me over completely. So this year for women's wrestling, man, there's something about women's wrestling. Like, when I was a kid, you obviously watch it for testosterone reasons when you're a young kid. I'm speaking for the guys here. You know, when you're younger, you're watching it for certain reasons. But as I got older, it's almost like for me, I try to explain to people, I've seen between Ricochet and like Velveteen Dream, wherever he is, uh, between guys like that, I've seen male wrestlers do so much crazy shit that I'm almost like, um, like numb to like them doing crazy shit so when i see these women go out there and have these technical amazing matches and they're doing moonsaults from the top rope and they're going through tables and they're diving it's like i get so much more out of that and um i'm proud of them that's i I love it it's it's just amazing this year has been great for women's wrestling but overall for me thunder rosa bro well, we got to give Rosa.
2: props to we got to give props to a lot of places like Joshi Pro in, in Japan and all that stuff, because the Japanese women really lay it out there. You know what I'm saying? But Deanna Parazzo, the name mentioned before, like it's though I know for the most part, we really as a crew don't <laughs> invest too much into impact like that. But she was the women's change. she was the women's belt collector this year.
5: Yeah, With yep. the, the
2: Impact title and the AAA title. And I believe, I don't know if she's still running with both, but how, how could you deny that? You know what I'm saying? And the deny- thing is,
3: too, if if what Rob is saying is true, it, Roxy's going to drop the belt to her. She's going to drop the ROA title because they're supposed to wrestle for the ROA woman's title. So sure. if she's signed, that's probably she's probably going to drop it to her. So there's going to be another belt. Now she's going to have the... La de las Reinas, and she's gonna have the freaking
1: ROH Women's title. So she's just gonna keep collecting belts. So I mean, my whole thing is, I can't get past her promo ability. I know she's phenomenal in the ring, but yeah. she, her voice is too sweet. She, sound, she sounded like Freeway to me, the rapper. Oh.
6: <laughs> 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 Yo, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I, your <laughs> virtual son. In <laughs> the place to be seen, and I got the hood to run. Yeah, he got the hood
5: on blast. So
1: now oh you God. forever have that. Rest.
0: That's a great reference. You I will going forever have that, that in your mind from here on
3: out. That's a super specific reference to like these group of people.
0: <laughs> that was very yeah. good. Yeah, that was a good uh, one. The next one we got, I'm gonna switch it up i had, but I had. oh, your fan moment of the year. So you just your moment, your oh. individual moment. Oh, I got that it. Was, that was your favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the excitement,
2: year. the excitement for the bar, uh, exploding sparkler barbed wire match. That was <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that. That shit had me throw fifty dollars at AEW. Like, please, 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 <laughs> take my money. The build for that matchup was impeccable. You got Onita to come out to 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 drop a promo on this, saying how this is the first time in America that his birth child is being displayed, and then the shit ensued. Phenomenal <laughs> I walk away. Phenomenal match. You know what I'm saying? Phenomenal match. Like it was a great match, mm-hmm. but that ending and the delay of the sparklers, like like that was like. I won the championship. Sparklers and Eddie Kingston selling the explosion was just priceless. And but still then,
1: is selling still. the explosion. <laughs> yeah, right. still, yeah, right.
2: Got, <laughs> and, still got PTSD and, over that shit. And then yeah. and then the after of they own that shit and cut promos on how funny it was. Mm-hmm. That that made it that made it just as much better. The yeah. after promos. That was my fan moment for me was the excitement for that, and then cat small side aside too was making my daughters stay up to watch Women's History, and watch two black women main event WrestleMania it was dope mm-hmm.
0: for me. Word. Yeah, I think mine. Uh, I think mine was probably Punk to be honest. I was a Punk Mark way back in the day. You know, because like I said before, I was in high school, so seeing a dude like Punk saying "fuck the system," I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck the system, fuck you, Miss Smith, and your math homework." Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, (laughs) you know, it's just I gotta go with that, or just probably just seeing some of the cool shit at SummerSlam, like the entrances live and Brock's return, like shit like that. But probably Punk, I was pretty hyped up for that, to be honest.
1: Uh, Mine. You know, not to exclude anything Nick just said and all the stuff that was said previous, but my one singular moment that I freaking enjoyed this whole time was when Roman Reigns, before he went out into the crowd, he put that damn mask on his face, <laughs> and then he walked out into the crowd.
0: <laughs> and then the poor no. son of a bitch
6: still
1: gets killed. <laughs> right?
0: What about you, no, no.
6: Dominic? Um. I'm not gonna lie. I ain't, I, I kind of popped when Adam Cole did come out and all of that because I was just like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Yeah." I kind of I would have thought maybe going back to New Japan, but probably not because of Britt Baker and all of that, and just staying kind of in the states was not bad. I kind of I would have wished kind of Ring of Honor, but being that how seeing how they was going at the time, that wasn't gonna be a good idea either. So, so when he came out, I ain't going to lie. I was like, oh, shit. I kind of did the whole entrance. I had my little moment of silence in here because when was nobody home at the time.
5: Hell so yeah. I
6: <laughs> went, on, went out with the whole boom and everything.
4: It's all
1: about the boom. It is. Yeah.
4: Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the return of punk. Uh, you know, AEW sold out. The United Center, on speculation alone, it was the yes. worst kept secret. It was literally the same as Spider Man No Way Home. I'm pretty sure everybody here has seen it by
6: now,
0: right? No, no, not yet. I haven't. Had- Whoa! Well.
6: Oh.
0: Like
6: I've that. been in quarantine. Wow. I, can't, I can't. I can't. go nowhere.
1: <laughs> mm, I, I just don't go to the movies man. like that. Man, you Bro. didn't even bootleg it.
6: Yeah, It <laughs> ain't like you stay for
1: You don't. You don't bootleg a movie like that. That's just rude.
4: But you but I'm pretty sure you guys know. Like the secret yeah. it was the worst kept secret. Yeah. By now, it was literally the worst kept secret in in professional wrestling. Shit. We like. still <laughs> it still happened. We still got it. And it was still just a glorious moment.
3: You know, well, to I the point where it happened.
5: And no, it didn't, I, to I, the I, point didn't
4: sell out in like five minutes, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think like five, ten minutes, some shit.
2: What you got? Yeah,
5: I, I would I'm... say
4: that that one and Punk versus MJF. Oh, the promo. Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, twenty minutes of verbal abuse against each other. I just think they started it too early. I feel like it was a it's a pay per view caliber match. That they could save for revolution, and I think they could have just, I you think know, they gave it a little bit of time, probably started it by like the beginning of February just to gear up for revolution. Recall yeah. your
2: real fan moment was on the stage at the Comic Con. Keeper, you could you could want to own say it. all that, but okay, man, man own it.
0: Shit, I was just about to say one thing I wanted to add to mine was friggin' seeing Edge do the brood entrance, and I had nothing to oh, do yeah. with that. That was just that was just childhood, and I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. Sure. that's a
4: moment yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. That was fire. Nah, do it, doing Adam Cole's. Nah, it was with literally it was, like, fire.
0: Ooh, I even told him, I say, like, Look, I'm sorry, I had to do it. You know, you know, Edge is the man, though. And I was low key pissed when he came out to the uh-huh. brood, so I was like, Nah, fuck that I want to sing his that's song. Right, t- those are my top three moments. <laughs> <ones. laughs> All right, what you got, Lou?
3: Yeah, I'm in in agreement with um, the CM Punk thing. That shit was huge for me because it definitely was like even up to the couple seconds before he even came out when they were just chanting CM Punk, like I was sitting there in front of the TV. I was like I still was like, I don't is are they going to actually, like I I didn't know they were going to do it. Like I wasn't a thousand percent sure locked down on it. And then when his music popped, it just that shit. I was here in my fucking house like Marking out like a kid, then and that's hard to do for me. Like I just literally was a fan for a second, not thinking about this is future content for me, or this is you know I gotta I gotta post. Oh shit, he's back! I gotta post this. Like I wasn't thinking any of that. I was just like in the moment, like oh my fucking god! Like C M Punk is like back. Like it 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 really it was a uh, it was it was pretty amazing for me. Um, Adam Cole debuting with that. Kenny they're already dead thing and then it goes black and Adam Cole's music hits for the first time that was pretty huge for me Um, because he was another one where we didn't really know what was going on like he didn't officially sign anywhere it was up in the air and then he just showed up on the show so um, those two were pretty huge man Uh, everything else is kind of like ancillary honestly Um, I was really happy to see Bianca win but everything else was pretty much on the same level. Those other those two though were tremendous for me.
5: I got yeah. two
2: quick ones, Nick, two quick ones to add on because the names were all well one name wasn't mentioned but Punk coming to AEW and Seth Rollins this year, that last year, both of them turned me into fans of them. And y'all knew about how I talked about Nick Rollins for years. Nick uh, Rollins. Yeah,
0: ne- Rollins.
2: <laughs> but that man turned me. That man turned me around, and I'd seen it. And it was his broken skull sessions that turned me around.
0: Yeah, that was a really going. Yeah, Seth had. I think Seth had a. I think Seth kind of like a Thunder Rosa, maybe not to her level because it's it, it's true. It's obviously a little harder to excel as a woman than a man. Sadly, it is. But. He had a great year, too, for not having a strap. I thought, you know, that feud with Edge and putting
5: Cesaro over at Mania. You know, and then his
0: crazy
2: ass outfits. Yeah. Put Cesaro over and
0: did nothing with him.
5: what's uh,
1: What's funny about those outfits that Seth was wearing, every time that he wore a different jacket or something like that, it started popping up on my Instagram feed. (laughs)
6: <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Amazon feed for me. I'm like, God damn.
1: Good old good old Uncle Al go rhythm.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people just
0: shine this year. Like for real. That's why we keep saying 2021. Um next we got I got pay-per-view of the year. I'm going all out. I seem like it's kinda you know, what I mean, at least for me they had some friggin' banging matches, two people you know, debuting, well, one return match after seven years, two sick-ass debuts that have been, well, you know, I feel it's gotten, you know, that or, yeah, I, I, in my opinion, I don't think anything comes close to it. I, I'm the one who opens up and openly says, like, you know, I, I favor WWE one more, and I say nothing came close to all of
1: yeah, but a you got match. he didn't
0: need he didn't need that match.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's that's funny as whatever because you you are the WWE guy and all the people that were involved in your moments were WWE guys at one point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go, best of both worlds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, AEW had a lot of those this year, but I ain't mad at him. I like something. Huh? I like the switch
1: up. And uh, you know, Which, so yeah, I'm going to make
0: this a two part one so we can kind of knock pay per view and then company of the year at the same okay. time. So obviously you are going to have. This company was better for this, but my company is still AEW. You know, they had a great year. They had some great matches. You know, great signings, great things they're doing. People like I love MJF now. I was whatever at MJF when he first signed. Like I didn't hate him, but like, yo, know, that dude sold me probably more because of what he's doing lately with Punk. And I love how AEW kind of relates why like the company I voted them more. It's like, yo, know, like, they're letting this dude talk about how he's willingly gonna get offers from like WWE. Like, the great bit of 2024. Like, it's crazy that they're allowing him to do that. Because you know WWE would never fucking allow that. You know? The closest know. thing they got, the closest thing they'll do, which maybe that's them being professional. I don't know. I'm a shit talker, so I like shit talking, But the closest they get is simply, Edge said they, they're talking about you on the other show in the midst. Like, that was it. That's, like, the furthest they went. But the fact they let him do that, that's why also they're my company of the year. Little shit like that that they get to do. And the matches are just, you know, great.
2: I'll give you all out, same thing, Uh, despite the, uh, despite the, I would have, could have threw WrestleMania in, but only night one, but night one really was just that moment of Sasha and Bianca, in my opinion. So yeah, all out, the debuts and all that, company of the year. Likewise, AEW and GCW.
5: Yeah,
2: because because AEW and the Forbidden Door of the first half of the year, gave light to everyone. Like that's what made the boom in professional wrestling out- outstanding was no, no, it didn't.
1: No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It was it Adam didn't. Cole that made the boom.
2: Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, but the again, the boom in fandom and professional wrestling uh, and the world oh, Expose, expo- you know, being exposed to everything. And Lou
1: doing the backflip expo- again. There
2: you go.
3: <laughs> Sorry. My phone's like at 2%, so I'm trying to make sure it doesn't die. <laughs>
2: There you go. But um, but yeah, but like it 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 again, the elevation of GCW was thank you, AW. You yeah. know, uh uh thank you aw for making us pay attention to impact. Mm-hmm. Making us pay attention to impact, which was and I, you know, again didn't watch too many matches, but you started to realize what was going on and stuff, and and uh, oh, oh, Chris, I mean Christian Cage winning the impact title and then running over there and and yeah AEW was the company of the year because of the freedom the freedom again in professional wrestling allowing their allowing their wrestlers to cut their own promos as long as they kept it on topic but they didn't hand them a script you know there was freedom um all the new additions that that just that added to the product i mean it's kind of hard to pick against AEW it's kind of hard to pick against them, especially B. Rob, when the other, the, the the Big Show, was cutting everybody because they were hoarding everybody because of AEW's presence. Mm-hmm.
0: What about uh? Is Christian the only dude that showed up in like three companies this year?
2: Mm, Kenny Omega, because he he did AEW, he did Impact, and triple A. And triple A.
0: Yeah, I guess, and, and, and then and not to hire, but yeah, and then
2: two we again forbidden door. Tony Khan allowing his guys to to get independent bookings. There were probably wrestlers who did more appearances than them. Yeah. But with if we're talking on the upper echelons, yeah, you know, Omega For Spell it, Collector. Okay.
1: Shit, I mean, you hell, you had FTR pop up at um, ROH Final Battle and shit. yeah,
0: you know? and yeah. N- triple, and triple A, and triple A Yeah, hey, they're, the hey, they're the champs. What you got,
1: B Ron? Um, what what is this event or show? Pay per uh, view, uh,
0: pay per view, and
1: content. oh, oh pay per view. Uh, yeah, pay per view for me was all out because of all the things. And like I said, it, in decades, I have okay. never spent money on these pay per views, and this was like the first time that I legit went into there went to the app typed in my credit card information and everything <laughs> yeah, put the expiration date then flipped it over on the back gave him the little three digit pin and I was like sign me up you know so all out is it for me and then also I mean outside of New Texas pro wrestling uh aew <laughs> um is the show it's just I, I've enjoyed everything they've done. And um, I enjoy everything that they're doing. I mean, they've been leading me down a rabbit hole, like Dan been saying, uh, of GCW, which God damn, GCW put on a lot of fucking shows, man. It's just like they put on, what, two shows a month. And it's just blowing my fucking mind, uh, all the uh, content that they're producing over there. all of, a, a little of it is hit and miss. I'm not going to lie. But for the most part, it's uh, all thoroughly enjoyable. Um, but yeah, that's it.
6: Um, I'm kind of torn between this one because with the Casino Royale and All Out, I wasn't, you know, I felt that it was different how they did that with the with the player cards and everything. Because, like, who has done that far as a pay per view? Like, nobody has. Granted, we was kind of expecting some other people to be the the Joker and all of that stuff, but it was still acceptable. And all of that with Ruby Riot. I know a lot of us been anticipating <laughs> Wyndham, but we're gonna yep. see how that play out this year. Um yeah. I would say I'm I'm gonna kind of roll for the Casino Royale. I really am. Word. So,
1: Word. so that's double or nothing, then, right?
6: Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah.
1: Word.
5: Okay. All right. Carl. <laughs> I'm
4: going I'm to go along with Dominique and go with uh, Double or Nothing as well. Uh, I remember watching that one live and just so there was a lot of appearances, a lot of surprises as well. You know, especially with, you know, nobody expecting Mark Henry to show up and announce no. that he was all elite. You know, the first it was the first crowd back with the, you know, it was the first AEW crap uh, crowd back with a full crowd. So um, and then also, you know, the stadium stampede match between the inner circle and uh the pinnacle. Yeah. With how that played out. That was just an all-out great event. Too, great event. Uh hard to compete with all out because, you know, punk returning, Adam Cole, Ruby Soho, and um Brian Danielson debuting and stuff, but double or nothing has not even until Dominique spoke up, it hasn't even got a mention, and it was one of the best pay per views this year. So, and obviously, um, you really can't go against with what AEW is doing right now. So, um, yeah, those are my picks AEW and uh, double or nothing
1: at aside, at um. Jeff Jarrett is going to be fighting Effie, apparently. Yeah. He yeah, he he <laughs>
5: yeah, he sh- yeah, he showed up last night. Yeah, he
0: showed up last night. Yep.
1: What? The and whole Scottie shit. Scottie. Oh, yeah. I knew about Scotty Too Hottie, but.
0: <laughs> Fuck. I thought Jeff Jarrett was still with WWE, to be honest. I never knew he left. Ah, apparently he left
4: in like <laughs> oh, no, January
0: <laughs> last year. Yeah, I had, I had no idea. And Jeff yeah, Jarrett. He's a very, very smart man.
1: He's a smart man because he gets in and he gets what he needs, then he gets the fuck out. You know, (laughs) he
0: gets his money
2: and
1: bounces. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett.
2: Jeff Jarrett has a phenomenal podcast with Conrad too. It's very very deep internally with uh with a lot of like the business discussion and of wrestling and stuff. And yeah, very good podcast. And do you have a negative of the year, Nick? In there, yeah. You do survive a series. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, why? That's been like that for like eight years. But what you got for uh, company of the year and pay per view of the year or premium live event as WWE
1: premium live event? Well, I guess you. I don't think it's uh,
0: anymore.
5: I mean,
1: yeah, TV specials count as well because that was one of the questions that was asked. So you got winners coming and war games and all this stuff, things that weren't traditionally pay per view but special events, pretty much.
5: Yeah. What you got?
1: i think lou is frozen got he, he is shocked i think because he, yeah. he was having uh his batteries dying or some shit like that yeah lou, i remember you saying him.
0: that yeah
1: so um hey talk lou but there
5: you
1: go he's doing, he's doing wax on wax off i seem to
3: be i seem there to be go. having technical difficulties on myself uh Echo oh, when shit, got you. Now. So I don't know if mine sound yes. rap or not. But uh no. you sound no, you good. good. I think it goes you sound without sound good on AEW. Okay, good. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk because it looks like shit on my so I, I think it just goes without saying that AW is the copy of the, the
0: yeah. i awesome.
2: <laughs> Lu- winter it. winter has come and gone on his feet. <laughs> All right, so,
0: yeah, so yes, we'll switch um Yes, yeah, so we have a, only a few more. But uh as far as um so now we're gonna go into the negative actually. So just negative moment of the year. Just negative whatever the weather it's a match, whether it was just something that was awful, whether it was this, good. whether it was that. Mine I'll start first. Mine's a little obvious. And hmm. I, I definitely think that ending to the revolution. And that's not me, but so and here's why it's mine. As I, I'm the young buck of the group and all this, and I hear you guys talk about that stuff before, so I think it's gonna be dope. Obviously, I knew because I'm realistic it wasn't gonna be like how it was. I don't know, I just I didn't do it for me, but I would say that's probably one of them. And then, um, I had one other one for WWE, it's just kind of oh, uh, I just did not like just the freaking, um. Uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? I don't know. One definitely still out there was Nikki Ash winning Money in the Bank. But out of everyone in that match, I did not want her to win. I thought they had a lot of other potential out there. They definitely could be used um, and just how it went. Um, I could keep going forever. Scripted promos, a whole bunch. But those are two that just instantly came to mind. It's, I like you. Know. But, but overall, I'm like the positive guy in the world. So, like, for me to actually find something I legitimately did not like is usually, like, slim to none. And I know it pisses people off because I try to find the fun and everything. But, like, I can't – I can honestly constantly sit here and say there wasn't anything that was like, yo, fuck this moment. Like, fuck this. This is stupid for me.
1: Nikki Ass was fun. That'd be right. So, so my worst moment of this professional wrestling year, need to get in real close with this is you sorry wrestling fan motherfuckers. You was yeah. the sorriest part of goddamn 2021. Yo, can you solo yourself though? Can
2: you, can you put yourself as like the main
1: and, and give you... Can you just take over all the that,
2: screens? Yeah, that, that angle was perfect.
1: What? <laughs> put me hey, what up is here. This? There you go. All right, you put you on the side. Oh, shit. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, Fancy. You, sorry, you sorry bastards. You go here. First of all, you use a bunch of stupid motherfuckers because like you pay it. your money to go sit second row to hold up a sign with some negative comments this about like the the shit that you spun fucking... your whole fucking paycheck to get these seats to do this shit. And you didn't care until I put the mask on. <laughs> no one cared who I was
3: until I put on the random hat.
1: Yeah. And you're just a bunch of sorry son of a bitch. You you cause people, uh, fucking mental anxiety and shit. You got them watching their back when they go to their fucking cars in the parking lot because you want to swarm a bitch or whatever, being creepy. You goddamn you don't put deodorant on a lot of times. Yeah, I'm attacking your personal character. You sorry sons of bitches. But goddamn, can you can if you don't like the shit, if you're gonna fucking complain, don't watch the shit. That's all I'm saying. If you got something negative to say every time you see some shit, go outside or in the words of Paul fucking Griffin, go touch some grass and get some bitches. How about that? Can we do this? They Just can't. shut shut your fucking mouth because nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about your opinion. Not nobody. Not none of us. Not nah, none of these people on the side over here. They don't give a fuck yeah. about what you say. Um, I could say some... Real vulgar shit, you know, I might get canceled on the internet, but I do an internet podcast, so I'm not going to say that, but you need to get your life together and nag on. Enjoy, enjoy, find something you enjoy, because obviously it's not fucking professional wrestling. Get off, get off my fucking timeline, get off my goddamn mentions. Well, does anyone else want to say
0: anything? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, Two, one. Bravo.
2: Number one for me. Is the WWE and their cuts. All that hoarding they did because in my opinion, because AEW was it. in town. No, I am mad at it because of this.
1: They were having I'm sorry, Bob. I'm not I wasn't talking to you.
2: <laughs> I they were having record numbers in profit, but their excuse to cut people was budget cuts <clears throat>
1: but number 2 is booker t okay so let, let, let let's hold on I, I get what you're saying but we, we got to realize that the internet is a fucked up place as well so a lot of the quotes that we might have heard might have been some doctored shit that people made up no, <laughs> but no, a lot I, of I, the time he is on some Rob,
2: b rob if I stopped listening to his Hall of Fame show because it was just as bad as the internet wrestling community who stands for the WWE. Now, granted, the man gets paid by the WWE till this day. He's still on all their pre. Till this day, and I am a huge fan of Booker T. But it was it just to me, it's absolutely disgusting that. What does come out of his mouth, and it's always anti aw Just because you make you cut a you get a check cut by the WWE doesn't mean you got to shit on your rivals all the time. You got to pick and poke holes through all your rivals or through all the rivals every single time you are on a microphone. They are doing good shit out there. I'm sorry, it's not as 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 uh he, as he likes to call it. They they're doing the same Shakespeare as the WWE would be doing. But it's like, cool the fuck down. And like Carl mentioned, the big surprise of Mark Henry being all elite was a shocker. And even Mark Henry on a day, di- whenever he was on the radio show, at least was before he signed all elite. Everybody thought he was a WWE shill. But he would tell you, I love pro wrestling. And would be able to big up at least what was good within the world of pro wrestling. It seems anytime something AEW does good, especially when it comes to talents who just left WWE, he's finding something wrong to say about them. I even watched a video of Shawn Michaels two days ago saying much success to these guys. It sucks that they're not with us, but I'm happy for everything that these guys are doing.
1: Was he looking at the camera whenever? Yes, um, he yes, he okay. was. You know
2: you got the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He got the googly eyes sometimes. It's, you know uh, that old Coke flow. <laughs> <laughs> that old <laughs> it's that old Coke flow coming back sometimes and fucked up his vision. But with Booker T, it seems to never be anything good for anything non WWE related that comes out of his mouth. And it's depressing, and in my not depressing, but it's 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 heartbreaking, and it shows you don't really love. To me, it's like you you do own a school, but do you really love the sport as a whole? It draws but, that so fair I question guess, to me.
0: Yeah, I I ain't gonna argue with you because he does say some wild shit, but there's a lot of motherfuckers out there who don't give WWE the credit it deserves. It shits on everything they do, and whites. Uh, you know I me mean? i find the positive
2: and everything nick yes you i agree and even when we have our discussions you give credit where credit is due mm-hmm. and I, you don't see do that, that. And, and it just seems that he doesn't do that he doesn't do it like i you lost the fan and, and i am i in the ring booker t is still one of my all-time favorites, especially as a black wrestler, he might be number one all time. Because you, you know what it. I'm saying? Huh? He said oh, you can dig, dig it. it. No, because oh, you can, I can dig it. it. Oh yeah, Sucka. yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But and I mean all his accolades and everything. Like and again, man, this is this is Captain WCW. Like this is WCW's last world champion. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. It, I, it's it's just it's just sometimes it's hard to get over what this man says, and he lost somebody listening to his show. Behind that, I'm I'm sure I might not even been the only one. I might not have I been the only it. one. I
1: just I just never started. So yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What you got next, Nick? Or do we get everybody?
2: Uh, we'll, we'll go, little What you got,
3: Lou? Yeah. So I think the can y'all hear me? Because I don't have a mic yeah, yes then. Okay, so I think the worst thing for me this year was not so much the releases because it seems like for the most part most of those people are happy with being released.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's more it has more to do with the lack of um, judgment in some of these releases. For me, the worst moment is the not using this talent the way you should have. Like, bro, I, this guy might not be the best dude. He might not be the most technical, but bro, carrying cross like. That dude has the look. Scarlett has the look. He has the ability. He can talk. He might not be the best talker in the world, but he can yep. talk. His entrance you know, is the shit. And they put him in a gimp mask. You couldn't figure out how to get Karrion Cross on your roster and use him, bro. You telling me that you couldn't have used Karrion Cross in there with Bobby Lashley or Big E as a fucking viable oh, opponent, you didn't have to put the belt on him, but you you tell me you you can't have that guy be like a menacing heel figure because you know WWE loves their heels. You you couldn't use like a, a Karen Cross or or you know Keith Lee, also like god damn go. it, man.
2: That's who so I wanted to say. I didn't That's I right. didn't want to intrude on your spot, but Bearcat? yeah. That shit is yeah, crazy.
3: I like just, you couldn't man. You couldn't just. Why is it that you have a, a a thing that is quote unquote your developmental? You send people there, they develop a gimmick, they develop a personality, and then when you bring them up, you're like, yeah, nah, but we're gonna change this whole fucking thing. Yeah. So
1: and I like, enjoy don't even
3: make any type of sense.
1: Like so I I enjoyed carrying Cross until Adam Cole uh, did that dag on you know the the, the rap battle parody. He's uh, like, Straight, yo. yo no, no, no. He's like, yo, I'm about to end this whole man's career. <laughs> you know, it's
0: just, you know, what's crazy. Like, cause I think he was a waste. Lee was a waste. Alex the Black was a waste. But how is caring? Like, how do you, like, yo, that's literally what Vince wants.
3: Even like, just to finish it off, even Ruby, like, look at Ruby. You had, you had her on your roster. You had Ruby Riot on your roster. And you had her just losing every match she was in or sitting and catering. Now she's in another company, and she's about to challenge for a championship. And she's out there making people look like... She's going to make... You know how good she's going to make Jade look? Like, I'm not yeah. one of these people who hates on Jade because I like Jade a lot, but she is green. But you know how much better she's going to be because she's going to be in the ring with Ruby? Like, you can't figure out a spot for her to... I just... I don't... Yeah. That shit, you know, I was bitter for a while. It, it comes, with them it comes to
0: when Vince wants to build his own toys and like I, I'll i give respect to like, you want to make someone who they are, but there's nothing wrong with having someone who's got a legacy or well, not legacy, but that sounds too high up. But you know what I mean? A record of doing good yeah. things. They come, your son-in-law clearly gets everyone over in NXT because no one ever bitches about Keith Lee, Karen Cross, Adam Cole, any of them in NXT. And then it's like you like it's kind of like you get, like, and I only use this question once I'm looking at a photo of it, but it's like a team getting Tom Brady, you have a layup for something great. And then you put him at wide receiver. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what, what do you do? Like, mm. kind of like that. And that's the thing that aggravates me because it's like these dudes are killing it. And they're, you know, like, carrying across like, from the get-go. Like, when he had the title, that and Keith Lee probably both thought, like, yeah, like, I'm gold. I'm gonna make money in this company. I'm gonna be there near one of the faces one day. And then it's like, well, we're gonna call you Bearcat and we're gonna put this fucking mask on you. So and it's like what, bro? Why? I just don't get it.
1: So you're pretty much saying You're pretty much saying what I was saying about Adam Cole to Karen Cross, but Bearcat. instead it was Vince McMahon to everybody else. He's like, yo, I'm about to end this whole man's career. <laughs> yeah, it's like but just to continue on, and I'm hopefully I'm not
2: stealing y'all thunder, Dominique or or, or Carl, but to add on to Lou's
5: thing Come and
2: on, and, now. <laughs> and and just adding in the elimination of NXT Black and Gold was fucking it was it was again, it was yes, Vince's vision was not made, it was not sold. That and but the one you did forget, Lou, Now I don't think you forgot. Was when we're talking to- when you're talking about releases, you let go of the fiend, one of yeah. your most marketable characters,
1: profitable that too,
2: you- that you've ever had. You let that man walk too.
1: They they, they had people spending six hundred and something hundred dollars oh, on no, some no, no, yeah, no, that, no, that no, fiend no, sex was twelve hundred
2: dollars. No, I thought it was no, it was six thousand dollars. Well, at first it yeah. was six thousand.
1: Yeah, when it when they first did it, they they started doing it at six thousand dollars when they first debuted it, and it was on the assumption to where like, you know, nobody ain't gonna never want this damn belt, so we'll make it yeah. outrageously high and whatever. And then people started asking for it, and they lowered the price to like all the other shit.
0: A lot of people think he's gonna come back. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, he's gonna come back. It's oh, not looking somewhere
3: good. else.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: nah, you know what? I think he's done, bro. I think might he's be. making movies. He's pretty happy yeah. making this movie and like I think he might, just, he might just he may pop up one day but I don't think it's going to yeah. be anytime soon. Not even maybe and like this year, I don't think.
1: And I've said it uh, many, many times throughout the life of this show that Bray Wyatt is a great talker and everything and I would love to see this dude in movies and he's doing that shit right now. And yeah. him, him and Adam Cole I would like to see in a full uh, f- feature length film or whatever because I mean you know, I may not enjoy Adam Cole to the fullest as far as a professional wrestler goes, but as far as his promo abilities and just the way he does stuff on BTE and how personable he is, I mean, Carl, you could speak to it, just, you know, how he talks with people and everything. I just, I like that shit. You know, it's just like, I want to see him on film, in movies and he, shit like that. I want to see him in the Marvel Universe, the MCU. I want to see better, both of them. Now. He's the
2: better side. He's the better version of Shawn Michaels, Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the he's the non-high. His,
0: his hair. Yeah, he's is a good. He Seems like a, good a really, really good guy. <laughs> Michael. But, but I guess to try to keep him. What you got, Donnie? You got any negative moments of the year?
6: Uh, negative. I'm honestly gonna say, I have to go with the releases because it's a lot of things that you didn't see coming. I really hate the thing that happened with Tony Storm recently, mm-hmm. like. What was the purpose of moving her up? What was the purpose of her even leaving NXT UK? I would have just went back to the UK and all that. I would yeah, she not. Might have not felt. have a
1: choice now.
6: Well, true, but right now I read an article saying that she just up and quit. Yeah, like
1: you know, yeah, that's what I like, heard too.
6: Not even just asked for a release. Like you know what? I quit. No, no notice, no anything.
1: Yeah. So, no call, no show.
6: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think maybe. Just sitting back there, like, reading an article, she had some time to reflect, like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to sit here and wait for y'all to choose me, thinking I'm going to be a baby Charlotte or whatever when I have my own style. I'm not going to do that. So she's going to take some time off. She might even pop up in Ring of Honor when they uh come back. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Because if she's going to give herself that time, that's where I would go. Granted, she could go to AEW. Yeah, that that would be the obvious. But why not test out Ring of Honor and all that
1: as well. And you know what I would say? I mean, if they were willing to pony up the money, Impact need more people. Yeah, that, I mean that's my only criticism of Impact or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a decent show, but it's the same motherfuckers over and over again. They just sure. need more people. Everybody else have this whole problem of we got too many motherfuckers. Impact don't have enough motherfuckers. <laughs>
0: on that on that topic real quick before we go to call. So see how like they apparently made an offer to Wyatt. They made an offer to Strowman and they said no because of money. Now granted they were both making big money. How much you think impact paying dues? Like how much do you think they offered? Like I think Strowman was making two million before he left. Like what do you think they offered him?
4: Honestly, that enough to build. I don't, I don't, I don't a, know what they
0: make. I don't know this.
4: Enough to build a physical Hall of Fame. I'll tell you that.
3: Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. A little, I'm I mean, a little confused with
2: that whole. Um, you said offer money for who? Like
0: Start. how much money? Because Impact, we don't. Know, I don't know shit about like their ownership. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. To be honest.
1: They own by but, uh, Access Television. Or yeah. Anthem Media, like, whatever the fuck that is.
0: Like Strowman, they offered Strowman and Wyatt contract. They were both probably making around two million WWE. Like, like uh, it's like five hundred thousand, like a limit for them. Like, do, do is anyone there making like a million dollars? Probably not. But they're still probably making good money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, you like know, the thing. They're doing the, all their here. The, and the hair thing, hair
3: thing hair. with Braun Strowman popping up in ROH confused me because I was like, wait a minute. First of all, this is this company's last show. <laughs>
0: what yeah, the fuck they, are
3: you doing here I think that's and then secondly the i had heard Control that he turned down impact because they couldn't match money he wanted so our wage was able to match money he wanted like i was like what the fuck how is this
5: i, I well, think that the, might have been, been, been
0: that might have been a homeboy hookup because of ec3
1: yeah yeah that's that's What's exactly on? what i was about to say because they i think they worked together and they got that huh? whole narrative thing or whatever well, you heard,
5: yeah, they're like best you heard, friends and stuff you,
0: Killer Cross is apparently in that group now yeah, too. he's
1: apparently in that, yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. I want to see the three of them pop up somewhere, to be frank.
1: Yeah. But which control guy?
2: your narrative, control
0: the,
1: your narrative. Yeah, the, like, also the same thing with Bob was saying, and whatever, if NWA can afford more people. I mean, that's a viable option as well.
3: Yeah, Billy Corgan needs to open that wallet up a little bit and start getting some people in there, yo, because that whole, that Darius champion Lockhart. that he's got right now is that shit is not, that is not a draw, I'm sorry. You know, I, appreciate, I appreciate Trevor Murdoch. You know, I don't. I'm sure it's he's not a talented <laughs> and all that, but that is not a dude that you look at and you're like, I want to watch the show. That dude is on. I mean, but that, you know, not, what, not my demographic at least. I know there might be a demographic for that, but...
2: I agree with you. I agree with you because NWA made it harder for their product to be seen because right. you, now, you now have to pay for them. And are they giving you anything to pay for? Like, not murdoch and I, goddamn tyrus i was gonna say <laughs> i know i know how lou feels about tyrus i yeah that he's not worth paying for
1: is there With a hope, worse is there a, a worse hope is not the worth
3: paying for
2: in this podcast we can
1: he won <laughs> oh okay. well, did yeah, call
2: did, did call and dominique go because they can. Yeah. be i haven't gone yet yeah she just yeah, gotta we gotta got go.
0: carl we got carl and then we only got two more we're gonna go to all right I... Pretty much it's
4: all been about the releases. It's all about the culprit.
5: The devil himself
4: and the
0: cowboys. Hey, wait, before wait,
4: before
5: you go. I remember
0: In his influence. Wait, before you go quick. Remember around SummerSlam, they were Nick Khan did that like twenty five minute interview. Did any of you actually (laughs) listen to it? Yes. It wasn't like awful. No, he's he's a very intriguing person. And I think he's smart. Like, he's the one getting Bad Bunny, Migos. Like, so, like, he's probably having the influence. Yeah, him and the Rock Homeboys. Yeah, like, that dude probably doing, he realistically is doing a lot of good for the company. I I don't hate him. But he's letting people go, but they all seem happy when they're gone anyway. So, that's why I feel bad for the releases. But 98% of that motherfucker's happy they're gone anyway. So That's why I'm like, everyone's like, they let this person go. I'm so upset. And everyone's like, good, I'm happy I'm gone. (laughs) <laughs>
4: yeah but it's a lot job. of this a lot of the bad that we have gotten was mainly because yeah. of his influence regard you know for instance saying okay we're not gonna focus on you know getting independent wrestlers the EW can have them that's Nick Khan's influence okay turning NXT into a living color
6: don't don't yeah. do
2: it in color like no that. they turn they turn it into nickelodeon they just miss yes. slime
4: yeah right that's a, a, a all that is nick khan's influence i will i don't ne- want to necessarily say bruce pritchett because bruce pritchett pretty much knows better but he just kind of has to do what he's told but <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real nick khan's thing. very easy he's Easily manipulating Vince to making a lot of these decisions, oh, and allegedly, he's, nah. supposed, he's being groomed to the next,
1: yeah, yeah, Vince. That's what I heard. So, See, um, I... so what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, uh, goddamn, Nick Khan is, uh, you know, the he's the um, the the fancy, uh, handsome guy that goes to a nursing home and swindles all the old people out of their hard earned coin and shit. that's what yeah. that's what you're saying, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah.
2: No, Nick, Khan it, the, the Nick Khan is just the Nick is just the bad guy, like he's he's the. You talking the about the living color. <laughs> yeah, he's right, just the he's just the evil he's just the evil Vince McMahon, like he's just doing Vince's dirty work, because this is this is what we're seeing is all of this is the product of the w the, the WWE's products not falling under Vince's vision. They lost to AEW in the Wednesday Night War. With independent talent that got over, that was over elsewhere. That they brought in, but he didn't create them. And where we're seeing that is, they just cut all of these people, and then now because of the NIL, just signed all these college athletes because they can groom them like breeders from the, from the bottom and bring them upward possibly eventually WWE comparing this to music is one big 360 deal yep if, if they can't get a piece of everything that you do and it under their company goodbye see you later
5: and but, I just think the, play devil,
2: the
0: play devil's advocate can you hate on that like no
2: everyone. because because <clears throat> they're, they're, they're time tested and proven Nick they're time tested and proven. And, and so, but we can hate on it from the fan standpoint because you clearly took away what we love. For weeks on the end, Carl, you noticed know from the radio show, religiously, they would preach how that was the best wrestling show.
1: <laughs> More Five Marshall Bill references.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you something. And that's a classic. Lead off for promos in professional wrestling. Yo, let me tell you something, Bob Cottle. Let me tell you something, Vince. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm gonna keep telling y'all the WWE is the greatest 360 deal in that in that in sports entertainment.
1: Yep. What's, if they the can't get one? a piece
2: off of everything, it's fuck you. And I yeah. can't blame. I just think Nick Khan is just there doing his job. Yeah. You know, okay. I I, I, wish you call, I wish you with call. I wish you call. But he's just kind
0: of just doing his job. Yeah.
1: It sucks. Let me tell you something, mean gene. <laughs> so, uh,
0: so now we'll switch up because we've been going for a, nit- a grip. So the last two, we'll saw. So, uh, well, this one, uh, match of the year. Right? Mine, um, what I went with was Walter and Dragon Off. That was Ooh, just
1: a danger. That's real good.
0: That was yeah. a because I watched it with Rob. We watched it. And yeah, we
1: watched that in Vegas. Yeah. We
0: watched that at restaurant. I had to rewatch it again. And the reason I say that is because here's where immaturity comes in with me, and I'll quickly say it with the companies, is I'm still that guy who loves the props. Like, I love the money in the big matches. Like, I, I oh, I want to see weapons. Like, I, I still have that child in me. I'm very open about it. But man, those two just beat the living shit out of each other. <laughs> and it's like, that's what it is. That I like the violence part of it. It's like, if you ain't hitting each other the church, yo, you're going to beat the piss out of each other. And those dudes... Beat the pit. Like, I like that. Like, I could picture, like, Sheamus and Drew, just an example from their style. They we were going to fight. Hey, yo, like, we're going to give it to each other. Like, I kind of wish everyone was kind of like that in a way. Just like the little things. Like, I don't know if you remember, what was that one match when Strowman, by accident, was going too much and fucking kneed Lesnar in the face?
1: Oh, yeah, that was Lesnar a Royal fucking, Rumble. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Lesnar flat out clocked him. Like, I love shit like that personally. But yeah, so Walter Dragon off that was just a thing. I know we all talked about it, said it. <laughs> So I'm you not like, gonna break it down. But i you okay. like it stiff. Yeah. <laughs> them Nah, don't
1: you do that Paul shit over here. You a grown ass man. I gotta you, get you one. You know in, what you're talking about. I gotta
2: get one in per podcast, <laughs> bro. What you got, there? What, what, what you got, in there? That was that was my that was my match of, I you know what? I'll give it up to that because that was my match of the year longer than Danielson Omega. Mm-hmm. I get what you're so I so I give it up I give it up for that man, Dragging off chests.
0: Yeah,
2: boy, I feel for it. Dominique. It, 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 his I his get, get you worse, worse on than, him than uh... after.
6: I'm just saying. Oh, it's like I just had a flashback, with <laughs> slapping uh Adam Cole at Worlds collide because I was mm. there, and that that <sighs> hurt. I, I watched that with that, Carl. The echo, yeah, you did. I was,
4: there. Yeah. I was like, Oh, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, didn't I FaceTime you that time?
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm am I'm gonna give it up to that match because as, as I think about it now, because like I said da- Danielson Omega again, o- Kenny Omega, this dude is a five two player. If we're given baseball references, like that man could do anything, you never get the same match. Every match is damn near flawless but Walter Dragonoff was whew, like you say like you stiff hard hitting i mean it 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 told a great story because it kept you on your feet up and down and then once again somebody losing the title after what was it almost a 2 year reign walter had the belt 3 year reign walter had to walter yeah, had to, yeah it, you got to give it up to, to to a feat like that being a
1: being a cop you know, being accomplished. Mine was the uh Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers in the Cage.
4: Ooh, mm. That that one. Ooh. That hurt. Look,
1: that was one because I mean I'm guilty of it because, you know, I, I do the wrestling podcast and other things, whatever. So I'm kinda like on my phone doing a lot of these things or whatever. But this match, I was like, drop the phone. And I'm watching it intently. And it just—it took me all over the place. I mean, yeah, was it a spot fest? But I like that shit. So, I mean, (laughs) it is what it is. But that was my match of the year.
4: Excuse
1: me. Lulu? So,
3: I have actually, I have two. And they're both a little weird. I've talked about this one. I actually talked about both of these before on a podcast with you guys. Um, Bandito, Flamita versus Ray Horace. That yeah, triple yeah, threat yeah. match mm-hmm. from ROH 19th anniversary. That is a fucking tremendous match. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's actually now on YouTube. So you can watch it for free on there. I just it Bandito and 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 Fl- Flamita, Demonic Flamita, whatever he wants to call himself, those dudes are tremendous, man. The, the, the match is incredible for me. I just I've watched it a few times and it may not be the best match of the year, but I'm just gonna go with my two personal favorites because they're just I love that Walter Dragonoff. I love both those matches. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm going to stick with that one. And I'm also... This other one is a little strange. But... um, Riho versus Serena Deeb from the buy-in of All In. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Listen, that match... I've watched that match like 16 times. And the thing with that match is that... That was the first... Well... That was the (laughs) first pay-per-view... For them with fans in the building. Mm -hmm. If you guys remember that, like that was the first full pay per view with a full arena full of fans, you know, after all the COVID bullshit. Uh, And when Riho's music hits, like the people start getting up. And when she comes out for her entrance and the pop that she gets from that crowd, you feel like when you're watching it, you can feel like the energy in the crowd of like how good it is to have fans back in the building and all that. And in that whole match was they people were up for that entire match. Like it was, it was, it was a lot. It had a lot to do with the ladies. It also had a lot to do with the crowd and the feeling in the room. So, um, and the match was tremendous. The finish was fucking awesome, but everything about that match was great. So, um, I would have to go with those two.
1: Word. What you got down my neck? Is uh, it a Wardlow versus, um,
6: <laughs> those don't count. So Warlow versus um, Colin
4: Delaney.
6: Either way, I still love Warlow. So get off of him. I do have a couple. I'm agree with B Rob on the loser brothers match. That match alone, I was just like, I was sitting up like, don't eat or drink anything because I might choke. It's too it was too much going on. Uh, within that match, because I love the Lucha Brothers. Period. I wore Pinto's shirt to work, and I had some girls like, "Oh, who is that?" And I'm like, "Oh God, please shut up." I ain't feel like getting a face. In you.
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of
6: course. I mean, yeah, I have a, a, a couple of guys, maybe a few other girls that know exactly who Lucha Brothers is at work. So we all get the inside joke, along with when we wear our uh, bully club shirts simultaneously. So. That's one thing, but um, that match I will I'm gonna throw in a, a fairly recent match, women's match, because I'm not gonna lie, Tay Conti and Anna J, they 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 went through some shit in that match, like the table not breaking, that oh, hurt. Oh, that was, scary. Me, that was scary. I was like, oh, that hurt badly. The whole spot with the uh, thumbtacks. And mm-hmm. the bunny trying to run through it and split into it, I was like, "Yeah, something else got touched down there. That hurts." Mm-hmm. But you know, Anna J pulling vagina. out the... <laughs> sticky vagina. So yeah, uh, <laughs> Anna J pulling out the barbed wire on the arm. That was a risk. That was to good. Take, that
5: was real good.
6: But she she did it anyway to pull that off. So I'm kind of glad that they won because I got tired of the Bunny and Penelope. I was using the damn brass knuckles to win a match. I'm like, they needed to get their ass on that one. So I'm glad that that did happen. Another match, I'm going to give it to um, Hangman and uh, Danielson. Mm-hmm. Because to see that match even go the full hour on regular TV was still- And like they might a do it again. Shot. True. I'm like for that match to even go on like that. Granted, Hangman and that table on the side, that wasn't good at all. You know, it was it was some spots where it's like, damn, this match should have ended by now. But I'm kind of glad that they did go the full hour because it shined a little bit more light on Hangman and how long he can actually hang as champion because i'm pretty sure a lot of Hang people not expect in. for him to last that long at all a lot of people mm. expect that him to drop the belt because mm. of danielson but he didn't Still,
2: Mike? but danielson helped carry him through that hour though like he he, he definitely oh, helped push him through that but that match there it it was a flashback to old school rick flair era wrestling like where mm. the the top oh, top absolutely. guys the top top guys went an hour plus almost six to seven days a week broadway and it, and it show it showed you the level of fan that tony Khan truly is besides being the executive like that that was some real true historian type of yo we need to make this kind of happen because the other guys ain't doing it
1: and you, you gotta it. come on give me Give me what you my,
4: got. my choice uh is a match that doesn't re- necessarily really get talked about, but it was a very, very good one. Uh
1: you mean um uh, Johnny Bedlam and T-Ray in a wish a motherfucker would match? <laughs> 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 I've it's seen that live, uh, by the way. <laughs> Adam
4: Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah. Very good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Final, yeah. Adam Cole's final and <laughs> Yeah, Adam Cole's final NXT match. So much I mean, fucking
1: wrestling, man.
4: Storytelling at its best, you know, and it it put out it put Kyle O'Reilly in the position to be to seriously be a top guy in NXT. I mean, yeah, we necessarily really didn't get it, you know, get it once you know the. Multicolor brand kind of took over, but listen, it was, I think that was, that was one of the matches that did it for me. Like you got everything that you needed in a traditional wrestling match. And like I said, the storytelling was just completely there. Everybody was pe- completely invested into that match. Um, Yeah. That's my pick.
1: Word. That's, I think that was everybody, right? Yep. Yeah. For the last one. Nick, we can't hear you. Can you hear me? Now we can.
0: Anyway, I had nothing on mute. But anyway, um, you know, it was obviously a great year of wrestling. You can all sit here and talk about that. Rob said it the best. So much fucking wrestling. Right. So we're going to talk about now and then we're going to wrap it up. This is very quick. Just goals you have with wrestling this upcoming year, whether it's to make it to this show or, you know, do this, whatever it is. You know, hopefully this happens, you know, like a goal you personally have. Um, One of mine is to definitely try to get a little more diverse into other companies and then yeah, make it, uh, hopefully, if Double or Nothing comes to Vegas this year, hopefully get to punch my ticket and go to Double or Nothing, which would hopefully be my first AEW show, which I think would be pretty dope to go see. Mm-hmm. That's mine, personally. Um, we need diversity out of you, Nick.
1: It's going to be the same thing for me as well is to uh find uh, more diverse shows to go to because uh you know anytime wwe comes to houston and whatnot i mean it's a slam dunk for me plus obviously we get in for free right nick so yeah wait,
0: when's aew gonna start doing that that's when i'll put them over when i get to go for free
1: yeah exactly right
0: <laughs> you know what aew thank you for my service that's why you're number two <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um i'm already going to uh terminus Here, uh, January 16th in Atlanta, Georgia, Uh, for those of you who don't know, Baron Black of uh, AEW fame, uh, Dark and Elevation and all those other places, and Jonathan Gresham, the ROH World Pure Heavyweight Champion, um, they got together and they're putting on a show in Atlanta called Terminus. So they already announced the card is on, on Twitter. You can find all the matchups that's going on with the likes of Jordan Grace <laughs> and uh, Kiara Hogan, which I'm going to get to see all that live. And um, woo, woo. And um, it's going to be great. So I'm going I'm looking forward to that. And I want to go to my first AEW show, period, whether it be an actual filmed and taped show for television or a pay-per-view. Yep.
2: Dan? it's finally stepping into the door of warriors of wrestling on staten island y'all know because of the chat i mentioned like holy shit i didn't know these people were here and i just need to take a minute to just i think they're open tuesday wednesday thursdays and just go over there uh maybe go finally see a doctor to see how healthy i am to see if i could compete you know because black folks don't go to the doctor (laughs) uh, you know but (laughs) If if not just compete, but do on some shit like B-Rob has been doing. Like, see if I could get in where I fit in and that, yeah. in whatever way possible and, and utilize some of the talents that I've uh, uh, amassed over the years. Whether it's, yo, I could do some music for you during the live events, you know, because mm-hmm. I've been a DJ since 96, or I've been doing photography. Take that, Carl. I've been I've been doing photography since uh 2010, you know what I'm saying? Or even video work. I used to work for a rap battle rap league that if they need to see shit, I got videos that I've been a part of that's got hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of views. They're not my videos, but I was one of the staff who filmed it, to create the shit. Whatever it is, even if it's to just, yo, know, like I don't even think they, they gotta build the ring because I think they kinda get it got a stationary at the place. But really, I guess really just try to step in the door there and like, you know, see if I could get that one match in in my forties, which shout outs to my boy uh Damien. He goes by the names Bill Ding or Legion, like he's been wrestling on and off for 20 plus years, but he said to me, he was like, yo, get trained. I'll be your first match because when we used to work together, this dude is like 500 pounds, and I used to, when I was younger, stronger, I used to say, I can body slam your ass, and at that time, I probably could have because I was much stronger than where I am now, but if my homie can step in and give me that match, I'll make that happen. You know what I'm saying? If I can get there. But if not, like I said, I just want some help out shit like like B-Rob did with New Texas Pro. That's kind of my goal for for wanting to do that and then see if I can make time to see some other independent shows. Like, take take some trips to Atlantic City to see GCW shit, see some deathmatch wrestling live. Because I I mean, I've always said it. I love the Japanese style of deathmatch wrestling. Not so much the Americans, you know, American CZW shit because that's just brutality and sticking roofing fucking tax in your head just to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no it, it seems when I watch those style matches, there's no story being told other than let me jam I'ma this fuck in you your up. head. That's it. Like I'ma stab <laughs> you with this. Ah, you know, I'ma get you with this. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then last one, very brief. I'm still looking for the video of that guy who cut the other wrestler's finger off and I'll leave it at that.
1: Oh, what you got, Lou? What you got?
3: Um, I don't, my camera is not working on my screen, so I don't know if you can see me, but I think we can see for you. me,
5: we can see you. okay,
3: cool. Um, For me, it's just to kind of, this is going to sound bad because all we do is talk about wrestling, but I want to talk about wrestling less. I want to actually Ooh, enjoy I get it. I get it. wrestling a little more because I tend to, Watch something and then pop right in the group chat and start giving dumbass opinions and then saying shit instead of action. I find myself sometimes there's a match going on and I'm, I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, what the fuck? What, why yeah. did I rush home to watch this shit for me to be on Twitter talking about this wrestling that I'm supposed to be watching? So it's like I just want to enjoy more, and maybe branch out a little more into like New Japan or get a couple matches in here and there to see, you know, what that's about and kind of broaden my horizons a little bit in that way. Um Word That's really it And be nicer on that's Twitter really actually is another one <laughs>
2: and, Lou, and Lou Because you try. were a ROH Guy and you love Like the pure aspect of Professional wrestling It's going to be very easy for you To enjoy New Japan
1: Word
6: yes.
1: Dominique what you oh. got
6: Um Man I just feel like New
1: Year's kids. resolutions and shit
6: <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying I'm to try to catch more new japan because my my new japan man tomatanga and all that stuff i got to show him love and support and all of that stuff but like right about now because i'm I'm refocusing on trying to get my massage license and all of that because i want to get into sports massage and one of my teachers yeah one of my teachers he used to do that too for live events that used to come out here as well and he was telling me like sometimes you can really end up being like somebody's regular personal massage therapy. So that's the the feel I'm trying to break into with um, wrestling. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, I see, so I see I what you're doing. I'm trying, to, um, see,
6: move out. I'm trying to move out to Florida anyway. So, I, got I got it.
2: Dominique wants to be slapping meats.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I can you get know, to Florida, hey. Sh- you know, yeah, know all you
2: the wanna... big meaty men slapping meats. Nah, I'm yep. joking.
6: So Call. It's, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. I'll just say I'm um, just saying it technically still a good field to be in anyway. So
4: we yeah, yeah. so is, is right. um hopefully to you, you know have the other chance, you know, have the opportunity to uh host more panels and probably get to you know get around to uh doing some on-air personality work for a couple of uh local uh promotions out here like XWA Top Row
0: Promotions. Um
4: beyond wrestling
0: so yeah right bro you keep you talking know. to friggin' ruby you're gonna be all elite yeah
4: <laughs> i haven't mr. talked the to ruby Bird since that elite. piano
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but who knows like listen who knows i i'm trying to you know i'd be trying but who knows you know
0: word that's Boy, it? i think that's all we got so we'll go around now so mr mayor plug what you got
2: not much to plug other than hit the star podcast.com. The star five podcast on TikTok. That's been the most fun for me recently. The star five underscore podcast on Instagram. Come join the star five podcast Facebook group.
0: That's it. What you got, Lou? Mr. B Rob?
1: Oh, I, we go hit Lou.
5: Oh,
0: right, Lou? I yeah,
3: me. This is Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast. Usually I try to keep it humble. You know, in years years past, I've been like, yeah, I got my little podcast. It's, you know, you can go. Nah, fuck that. It's 2020. Go stream my podcast. It's on the com. Go to Instagram, the
1: everythingpodcastshow. Check me out. My shit is dope. Stream my podcast. What well, he said. He got a dope ass theme song, too. I'm jealous. <laughs> what you got, not Dominic?
6: Um, hell shit. Not much, actually. But Hell you shit, catch baby. me on TikTok, <laughs> on TikTok. Um Scorpio Dreams. Uh catch me on Twitch when I be on Call of Duty. Um uh, under grenade underscore yellow Cause since I've been in the quarantine, I've been on there viciously um uh, trying to build my little fan base up nice. to be an affiliate and all of that. So i no right now. Nothing.
1: Look at that! Live so where, on the air.
6: I'm gonna type it in. I'm gonna type it in. So and you, can nice mm-hmm. on,
2: uh, t- <laughs> you can see how nice she is on on TikTok. You can see how nice she is on on the Call of Duty. She beast. Find
0: you, Mister Bird. Besides AEW.
4: Uh on social media is at Mr. Bird1027. You can catch me on the Codex Prime podcast and uh uh DJing our local Providence Pirates uh basketball games. Hopefully I'll be off quarantine soon and I'll be back for you know this rest of the season uh January 8th and Lord knows how many I'm pretty much booked every weekend. (laughs) So
0: um get that money
1: one day, Carl. I'm gonna come to the green room studio and I'm gonna be on Codex Prime. And then we're gonna take that video and I'm gonna chroma key the shit out of it and make it look like me in space. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: nah, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta make it look like y'all are in an NPR studio because his boy, his partner Victor is, his voice is made yeah. for NPR
4: radio.
1: My name is Victor, <laughs> uh, I, I can't say his whole last name right. Omoyo. Name Victor Omoyo. And this is my TED talk.
4: <laughs> yeah, he should listen. He he knows what he has. He just never doesn't really like utilize it. As far as you know, his green apartment, that's just well, that's
1: yeah, yeah I talked yeah, to get his, his parents beard, on that one. <laughs> yeah, get get his beard wet. Um, oh, you, it's soaked. <laughs> I you can you're
4: it's soaked then. And- you
1: can follow me on Twitter at 3R Show. You can follow me on Instagram at the three R Show to where I walk around Walmart and find all the horrible choices that were made in the oh, alcohol aisle. Yep. Um, yes. <laughs> also, in addition to hosting the Random Rambles with Rob podcast, I am now a co-host of RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. We go live every Wednesday following AEW Dynamite, so around nine ish uh, PM Central Time. So that's live. I'm a part of a, a franchise that's been around for. 16 plus years so it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of that podcast and uh, come check us out we live every wednesday and um wrestling is trash is still here baby so um join the boys and gals that pop in from time to time and uh listen and enjoy put some horns on it <laughs> follow the name If you
0: simply follow the name, I'll stick to my thing. Thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight, and Happy New Year.
1: Pew,
5: pew, pew.